Hey guys, Jimmy Pardo here to talk to you about PXG. Now listen, I wore this shirt uh, at a, a golf outing recently, and it, the, the way I described it is that uh, I felt like I wasn't wearing a shirt. That's how comfortable this thing was. PXG makes great golf clubs. We all know that, but what they also do is make great apparel. Uh, it's made with premium materials, technology designed for peak performance. Didn't help my performance, but I looked good. That's the important thing. You want to look good better than than the way you golf. Is that a thing? PXG has something for everybody. Pants, polos, sweaters, hats, quarter zips, joggers, jackets, dresses, skirts, everything you could want. I loved it. Uh, I've got a second shirt that I can't wait to wear when I go golfing a second time. If my body allows me to. But, you know, I tell you what, with these shirts, I might as well just walk around the clubhouse and let people take a look at me and go, look at that stylish-looking guy, but his golf game is on point. Literally, they know. No, it's not. Hey, elevate your style game on and off the course with PXG Spring Summer 2024 Collection. Head over to pxg.com slash pardo. Use code pardo at checkout and save 10% on all apparel. That is pxg.com slash pardo. Code pardo to save 10% on apparel. pxg.com slash pardo. Code pardo. PXG, grip it and wear it. You guys know I love Gooder sunglasses. I've been wearing them for years. Uh, I've, I've been collecting them basically at this point because, you know, they got all these different styles and they're so affordable. They're 25 bucks a pair. They're, there's no slip, no bounce. They're all polarized. They're, they're fun. You, you know, you have one pair for the beach. You have one pair for riding your bike. You have one pair to maybe go out to a, you know, a, a club. I don't know, a day club. Do you go to day clubs? That doesn't sound like a right thing to do. Uh, hey, they got a new frame, though. This is what I'm here to talk about. The Pop G. Pop art for your face. It's it's fashion. It's fashion on your face, guys. No slip, no bounce, just like all the other types of pairs. But uh, these are cool. Like I want to, I want to get a pair myself. Like I, I have too many already, but I, I feel like I need to get these also. Vanguard Visionary, New Wave Renegade, Born to Be Envied, Pop Art Prodigy, the mod one out. It sounds like the Pop G is a whole group of styles, so you can get all these different frames within the Pop G family. So that's pretty cool. Check those out, guys. Uh, and you know, if you need sunglasses, this is the way to go. You don't have to worry about losing them. They're, they're twenty five bucks, and uh, you know, you, you just grab another pair if you need them. But uh, like I said, I've been collecting them because uh, I can't get enough of these Gooder sunglasses. If you want to support our show and try a pair, Gooder is giving Never Not Funny listeners free shipping. You can go to Gooder.com slash Pardo and use the code Pardo for free shipping. Gooder offers a 30-day money-back guarantee and 100% satisfaction. Again, that's Gooder.com slash Pardo and use the code Pardo for free shipping. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. Please don't take this person out. Would you politely go to hell? Get the fuck out of my way. Cause it's been one of those days. What's up, player? Do-do-do-do-do-do-do. Call the cops. There's a plant singing. That's the name of the van, you freak. Aren't she like Mr. Bean? I find you so asexual. Use it. Use it. Don't me, Frankenstein. tape it's the fastest hour in podcasting this is never not funny now here's your host jimmy pardo 
Hello, everybody. Indeed, yes. Welcome to the program, episode 2717 of the award-winning podcast, Never Not Funny. I am Jimmy Pardo. Happy holidays to you. We welcome you in on Elector Day. The electors are giving the official count vote, uh, the vote count, and uh, 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 which will change nothing. Our, uh, our president and his uh, cult-like following will still be nuts and still think that they won, and uh, will somehow try to find a bulldozer to push over a, a tree. I don't know what they're going to do. Uh, we welcome everybody into the program, and uh, on this a very blustery day outside of my house here, uh, seconds ago, the wind actually uh, blew something down, and uh, I don't, the wind was so crazy, I think it got caught between the two houses, and uh, and then uh, ricocheted off the uh, the neighbor's house and then into this window, because the it should just go down a chute, should, mm-hmm. uh, the wind. It should not affect... That window being open, the one over on that side of my room, should not uh, ever have wind coming in it. But it did for just a split second. So, Jimmy, is is that, I mean, is that any similar to being caught between the moon and New York City? It's very similar to that. I call that the crisscross. That's what I call that when that wind happens like that. And uh, by the way, Elliot, I'd like to compliment you on your new toupee. It looks fantastic. It really <laughs> looks great. <laughs> Can I do the joke? Can I do it? It, uh... Your hair is never that poofy, so it literally it's looks never. like you slapped on a toupee. That is wild. <laughs> <laughs> oh, now, after, oh, boy, it's now, even worse when I do that. Yeah, after what you just did, it's now it's like a conehead. Oh. Well, congratulations. <laughs> it looks fantastic. I think the, uh, the, the relatives will be fooled at, uh, at Christmas. So uh, success uh, for how, your toupee. How far away are, f- are we from high-tech uh, Zoom toupees? I don't know. A guy had a cat on his head for an right. hour and a half on his Zoom the other day, and it looked like it looked real. <laughs> Pretty good, <laughs> and yeah. It looked, and it, uh, it it stuck around. Like, everywhere he moved, that cat stayed with him. I, mm-hmm. I, I'm an old man or a rube, but that, honestly, I am Im- genuinely impressed by the technology of that, whatever that technology is. I know it's like in uh, Snapchat and all those other things do it, too, but just the idea that you can... On the fly, superimpose a, a 3D object on your head in a in a video call, and it looks relatively real. Is crazy. Uh, by the way, it looks so real that when you watch SNL and they do that tiny horse, and uh, <laughs> Timothy Chalamet's hand is four inches away from petting the the horse, you yeah. think like, like the, the guy on our Zoom did a better job of having a, <laughs> of having an animal in the scene with him. Yeah, I, I wasn't sure if that was supposed to be like. I, I don't think it was, but on some level, it's like, was this crappy on purpose? Is that part of the joke? The close. I mean, when you look at the close up of the horse's face, that was like claymation, whereas it, the other stuff. Yeah, was it was like a different models. material. Like it was a different yeah. thing. Yeah, completely. I saw a lot of tweets about that and about tiny horse and how exciting people were about tiny horse. I thought it was fine. I I enjoyed it. I don't know why I, I wouldn't have rushed to my computer to talk. Yeah. You know, to tiny horse equals genius. Really? I don't know. Yeah, really. I, uh, there was one line that I loved. What was the one line? Because I think I, I, I don't disagree with you, Garen. What was your He's, one line? Do you he remember? said, you can trust me with the hogs. You can trust me with the truth. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that killed me. It was so I stupid. Did like that. Yeah. And you know what? I did like the whole, the, you know, the whole, the, the, the whole conceit that, you know, that we've seen in a million movies of get. Yeah, Come on, stupid, on. get, oh, get yeah. moving, get. <laughs> yeah. And then reveal that he's gone and actually the, like an inch and a half. The wide shot, yeah. That yeah, it was funny. I, I agree with you though, Jimmy. The first time I watched it, I was watching it. Uh, Elise had fallen asleep, so I was kind of watching it by myself. And I was like, this is this is fine. It's it's like, it mostly just made me think of Tiny Elvis, the thing they used to do with Rob Schneider. Which was so funny. And Nicolas Cage, I think, uh, was involved at one point. That's uh, right, Lily. Yeah, that's right, Tiny. <laughs> uh, the, the joke, if you haven't seen that old sketch from the 90s, the joke was that it's like Elvis always had this very sycophantic entourage around him, just like yes men, uh, telling him whatever he wanted to hear. So it was the it was just that 
notion, but Elvis is four inches tall. And so everybody's like, that's right, Tiny. You got it, buddy. <laughs> like, it's just like so great. kissing his ass unnecessarily about yeah. everything. Uh, but he's tiny. And it was so dumb and, and, and really funny. But yeah, so I was like taken back to that mostly. But then when I was what the kids wanted to watch the something i think the the sketch with the um the two soundcloud rappers um i thought they would enjoy that and then i was like is there anything else that that charlie would like at all and i was like oh maybe tiny horse so i put that on and, and he, he liked it like i well he wouldn't he didn't lose his mind over it but he thought it was funny he didn't rush into the internet and say, <laughs> he did not tiny horse equals genius <laughs> no he didn't <laughs> he laughed a few times but it uh uh boy my son has become quite the uh quite the critic uh when it comes to <laughs> snl it's like uh, after the monologue he's like well those were words <laughs> oh goodness and uh yeah it was uh it was you know it's i guess every every snl it's uh, got a couple of nice moments and then it's got others that are just uh, swinging a miss for me like the the monologue when you when you get a serious actor coming on to snl i my expectations are so low that if they do anything remotely resembling comedy I'm like, wow, good job. And that was the case with Timothy Chalamet. Like, it wasn't perfect. It wasn't hilarious. But I was like, hey, this didn't completely shit the bed like a lot of people do. And I liked the thing with the thing with his mom. I thought that was. uh, Uh, Yeah, that was sweet. It's not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not comedy, but it's a nice moment. And it's kind of an interesting factoid that his mom was a background actor. It's also a big. Hey, look what I've done better than you, mom. Hey, (laughs) yourself. I hope you got a seat in the the balcony. I'm hosting. What'd you do on? Oh, you're the extra Good for you, mom. (laughs) Just another Hollywood kid. Just just riding his parents coattails right into superstardom. (laughs) I will. I guarantee that point. And it's it's not at all what you're I'm not responding to all what you said, but I am. Uh, Both my wife and I admitted that we both thought he was from France until last night. (laughs) (laughs) I thought the same thing. Didn't know anything about that kid. I mean, his name could not be more French. Top to bottom. Leave the spelling. Why do they spell it like that? Uh, I, I can't answer that. I don't know. Uh, go down to the uh, extras line on, for casting and ask his mom. Find out. By the way, there's nothing wrong. I'm not putting down extra work. It's uh, Everybody has to do it. Is he? Uh, did he grow up in the French Quarter of Hell's Kitchen? Is that, is I that believe he did. <laughs> yeah. Bonjour. Bonjour, Timothy. It's like one block. Bonjour, mama. <clears throat> That's an example of the conversation that we'd have. It also seemed like by the end of the episode, I was like, Timothy Chalamet was really only comfortable talking to Pete Davidson. <laughs> I, I was, Matt, I was just going to ask, and do you guys think they're fucking? I mean, it's, uh, it's, it's almost like the two of them just went in an office and went, uh, well, we're just going to do sketches together, right? Yeah. Because I don't know how to react to any other person on here. He's like, I don't know what SNL is, but I'll do the Pete Davidson show if that's what you're asking. Right. <laughs> Very, uh, yeah. Uh, I enjoyed, I enjoyed, by the way, Pete Davidson's uh, news segment. It was was it this week or last week? That, he, that was last week. The, uh, was it was last, last week, week. Yeah, I watched I watched both of those last night. I see back to back, huh? Yeah, and and of course, uh, Via Senor's Dolly Parton. I finally got to see that last night. Yeah. Holy criminy! Yeah, very good. She nailed it. Yeah. Oh my god, yes. You would you would think she was uh, lip syncing. That's how yeah. great I know it was. it's it's like jarring. <laughs> like it's not even funny. It's just like wow, what is that really happening? Like is she really making? I will say that if you didn't, if you, you know, if I had not seen Melissa Villasenor in person doing her impressions, uh, I would have thought, well, there's no way she's doing that. Yeah. Like if it was any other cast member, right. I would go, well, she's lip syncing. That's that's Dolly Parton and yeah. they're doing a bit. Yeah. And but yeah, it's great. She's By the so way, good. If they, if they ever were to do that, I think I think the way they have to do that is Dolly Parton is there. Yes. <laughs> and then they reveal that she's been that she's been doing the whole thing the whole time. But yeah, I, I oh man, just it was so perfect crazy business 
Well, Melissa Villasenor did her Dolly Parton, and I'm here for it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Garen, you take these very personally when I make these jokes, because I think you do these tweets, I've, don't you? I have done those tweets before. Yeah, you have. So you, <laughs> think, you think I'm attacking you when I do this. Uh, not at all, because they're stupid. I agree with you. Okay. But, I, I, well, I, want, I just wanted to confirm, I am making <laughs> yeah. fun of you. <laughs> That's what I was going to say. I and think you, you should, are. Like, you should feel offended. <laughs> it is directly yeah, I, t- towards you and your tweets. I okay, accept your criticism. <laughs> well, I accept it. Garen, I, I, I unfollowed you years ago. You, you have oh, to I know don't, that. I don't, I don't doubt it. <laughs> I can't. I can't read that rainbow bullshit of yours on a daily basis. Uh, by the way, Matt, I got to compliment you on your uh, Elliot made us uh, some very nice Christmas backgrounds here. And uh, I, I was uh, getting my my room set up for the record and watched you running around trying to find something to put up. And you settled on the jingle jangle uh, cover of the uh, the tin. I took the, the tin lid, which uh, those are for you. So you're just going to have to accept that I took the I'm not touching what's inside the tin. I just took the I lid see. off for decoration. By next week, maybe I'll find something uh, more festive. More festive? Yeah, that's that's the best I could do on short notice when I saw it. Apparently, I didn't get the fucking memo that we're decorating for this episode. I didn't decorate. I, uh, yeah, everyone I got a background. fucking uh, background, but uh, you know Johnny Studio has to rush around looking for the hammer. Well, you could certainly get a background. Elliot's be more than happy to make you a background. That's stupid. Why? Why have a background when I'm I'm in the place that you guys are all pretending to be? Because uh, <laughs> because we don't have a sad jingle jingle tin hanging behind us. <laughs> well, Elliot, I mean, Elliot could make me look the fool all over again by superimposing something over that in post, but uh, I don't think he's going to bother. I will say that the jingle it, 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 it actually that. looks phony. It looks like it, that it has been yeah. uh, CGI'd in or it whatever is. it is. There's the in. proof. <laughs> Jingle jangle. Boy, it's amazing what you can do with boy, oh Zoom boy, these Elliot, days. Uh, he's really come far with, uh, with his backgrounds. That <laughs> Let me blow like your guys. I'm going to blow your guys' minds right now. Yes? Yeah. Matt's not even real. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> it's all digital. I'm a simulation. Oh, the whole thing is that's why we're not allowed in the studios. It has nothing to do with this COVID. Yeah. <laughs> Elliot Matt huge... has been running this hustle <laughs> since March. <laughs> Uh, Boy, it took a really long time to convince everybody else to tell you that that's what's going on. And and by the way, faking your Twitter on your on your uh, your router there at home so that you would see all that. Oh, man, it was a lot of work. But I guess it's all for naught. Not as much work as you getting that joke off the ground. (laughs) (laughs) Are you okay, Elliot? You okay? Uh, I think I, I might have bit my tongue. I'm not sure. I, I mean, I'm not. I usually you just bust your balls. I'm really. I'm concerned about you. That may have been a mental meltdown. I don't know what happened. I, I will say that uh, I did mention that I watched both episodes of um, uh, the last two episodes of Saturday Night Live. Yeah. Um, I finished at five in the morning. Oh boy, Jesus. Oh boy, did you watch yeah. all the commercials as well? Is that why it took so long? <laughs> Uh, what do you got? You got a DVR over there, Elliot? What do you? Uh, how are you watching yours? VHS? Uh, that was uh, that was all on the uh, on the Hulu. <laughs> okay. I Hulu them. I see. I, so I you don't, no... now, here's a question for you: uh, do, do they include the musical act on Hulu, or do they cut yeah. that out? Yeah. They do. By the way, what did you think of the uh, the guy last week, Morgan? Oh, the country guy. Uh, I fast forwarded yeah. it. I liked, uh, you know what? I liked the song that he quote unquote wrote about uh, being kicked <laughs> off of SNL better than I liked his two songs. Yeah. That's interesting because I would have thought the first one would have been up your alley. Yes. You know what, Elliot? You nailed it. The first one I actually said, this is just, this is ambrosia. This is right. 1974. This with, is, a, yeah. with a twang. Yeah. And then the second song came around and I went, nope. Yeah. It didn't, it didn't quite. Uh, 
There is a much. thing with country music that's been going on in the past five to ten years, <clears throat> and Nickelback kind of fell into this a little bit too, where everybody's writing about, you know, uh, basically walking you through a timeline. Yeah. I miss c- cookies and Cacker Jack and other, like things that they miss from their childhood or from a simpler time. Like there's just way too many songs about that. And here's yeah. a guy, some 27-year-old going, I miss Nintendo and Sega. It's like, okay, I know you you had a tough fucking life with everything that's been given to you. But it's it's a weird trend that country music is doing in the past decade. List songs. List songs, exactly. It also, because uh, I, always, I always listen to like, 10 seconds of the yeah. musical thing and then even if even if i like it i usually fast forward because i'm just like i'm not here for this but uh <laughs> with his i don't know it must have been the second one because it was because jimmy didn't like it but a lot of country is also basically just like twangy hip-hop now like they're basically it's a lot of that kind of like melodically rapping with like a, a more of a, a hip-hop beat but then there's like a, you know a mandolin or something you know like yeah, the, it's just like and I get it because because that's the next logical step from country basically just being top 40 pop, which is what happened in the 90s. But now it's like, well, what's popular on top 40 is hip hop. So they just have to take the next step. But it's just weird. It's just weird to see a dude in Wranglers who's kind of like spitting rhymes. I'm like, what are you yeah. doing? <laughs> it's bizarre. Um, and ill-fitting Wranglers too. Like the whole the, the yeah. whole package did not work. <laughs> Um, but that first song, Elliot, to your point, that first song, it was like, hey, you know what? I might actually like this guy. And then right. yeah. uh, that quickly went away four seconds into the second song and saved so, me from sampling him. Hey, so do you think oh, do you think the first song or the second song is more indicative of who he is as an artist? Well, that's a good question. I don't know. I, I, I guess if I would have investigated more, I could find out for you. But because because uh, to me, it feels like he's a country artist. So therefore, he has to have the second song. As Matt described, it's like the hip hop pop country thing happening so that says to me that the first song is like can i do this one too that, yeah. th- usually that would they would be flip flopped i mean the, the fact that he did that one first makes me think that's probably his hit like that's the song that people know him hmm. for right because that's usually how that's they do it um but there is kinda... there is that world of people like more traditional style country out there too that's why like you know jason isbell and and uh what's her name um that bean was just talking about last week uh, Casey Musgrave. Casey Musgrave. Yeah, people like those types of artists because they're a little more authentic. So maybe this guy's trying to straddle both worlds. Uh, by the way, I've not had a chance to watch that Casey Musgrave uh, Christmas special as being suggested. Um, but you, you'll be happy to know that James Corden shows up in it. So know that. <laughs> know that James Corden uh, makes yeah. an appearance. Well, he's also getting uh, shellacked apparently for his role in um, the prom. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which I still haven't watched, but I, I'm, we're trying to find a time because obviously Zoe wants to watch it and Elise and I, and so we have to find a time where we can all watch it without Charlie being <laughs> duly bored or I don't know what he's going to do. But uh, yeah, he's playing a gay character and apparently it's very broad and uh, kind of hacky and, and maybe offensive to some people. I don't know. Wow. Um, um, I saw a, uh, somebody, somebody was on Facebook saying hey i've just finished Shit's creek this 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 and this what else should i watch and somebody just and these are not comedians by the way these are just you know cousins or something mm-hmm. and somebody wrote uh uh if you like blank blank try whatever there was some british show that james corden was on a decade ago mm-hmm. and it said try this uh james corden uh, it, it's great it's james corden before it became insufferable <laughs> and i was like Oh my God, that's just a cousin saying that. That's not even a comic or somebody in the biz that is well aware of how annoying he's become very quickly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Huh. I found him so charming on his first uh, 
uh, his first monologue when he had that uh, when he got that gig. I was like, oh, you know what? I think I like this guy. What are you trying? Yeah, and then yeah. literally, like maybe three quarters through that monologue, I went, oh, he's phony. Like, well, here's the thing. A lot of people want to succeed in show business. Obviously, that's the the goal. And some people, when they achieve that, they they're like, well, now I have to, for whatever reason, whether it's the, they're needy or they're ambitious or whatever the rationale in their head is, they just can't help but keep grabbing for more. And he just felt like a guy. It's like you've got plenty, and yet you can't stop taking other opportunities just slow the fuck down so that we don't get sick of your face right but it didn't it's too late now it's like he's, he was fucking everywhere for two years and now i'm like dude i get i get it you love singing i well, he sure <laughs> does love singing doesn't he he sure does go to broadway do your thing well not now of course broadway's closed <laughs> yeah, perfect time Head over there, Jimmy. <laughs> just do a show for the for the the mice and the rafters do a show for the cast for the cast for the temptations <laughs> <laughs> they're, 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 they're looking uh, for a we, pasty we finished that finally by the way the uh, we talked about it yesterday on the live stream yeah and by the way thank you to all the uh, kind of a small intimate group uh, for our live stream yesterday for the bingo for the uh, tier three folks mm-hmm. uh but we had a great time uh chit chat with the folks and uh people win and we play sevens we have a good time <coughs> if you're not a member of uh the platinum now's a great time to jump in uh uh, with the holidays coming up and then of course the, the new season starting and maybe some new perks will be on their way as well yeah let me uh, can i j- jump in quickly and say if you do sign up for tier two or tier three before uh january 1st then you will get the year one perks like the t-shirt and the pin and then once you uh, like reach the level of like three months into the next year you will also get the the next year perks so like you, the, the year one perks will, will be gone once we hit January 1st. But if you wanted to sneak in and grab those, then sign up before the end of the year. You know what, Matt? I'll jump in with this, too. I think I'm going to be doing some calls this weekend. If you've uh, not had your personal phone call with Jimmy, if you're on the tier three, uh, be on the lookout for an email about that from fanclub at jimmyparto.com. Uh, also, I'm getting a lot of uh, this year more than ever. I'm getting a lot of personal emails asking, hey, my my husband or my cousin or so-and-so is a huge fan. Can you uh, can I pay you to call them for the holidays? Can I pay you to as my gift to them? Can I pay you? And here's here's how I'm answering all those. And I'll answer now. And this is the best way to do it. Subscribe to level three. Subscribe to tier three of this. You get a personal phone call from me uh, by being a member of that level. And the cost of that would be less than what I would charge to make a personal phone call. (laughs) So uh, join that. That's the best way to do it. And then that way you also get this show and you get a, that person gets a bunch of other stuff in addition to that phone call so uh that is the easiest way to get the personal phone call from jimmy if you want to give a gift um and i did one last week somebody called and it, or somebody wrote me and i explained i said do this and that person wrote back you know what that is a better idea that's fantastic thank you for the idea and so that's uh, the best way to do that uh because again i would charge uh more than the, the that that year subscription for me to take time out of my life to call some guy and go hey Hey, buddy. Yeah, I mean, what you guys may or may not know is Jimmy doesn't get out of bed for less than half a million. So, goddamn right, <laughs> goddamn right, I do. If you want to, if you want to play with the big boys, then be my guest. But uh, well, you got to roll the dice, and I roll dice the size of the Alex Trebek on high rollers. I got big <laughs> dice over here, a couple of die, big die. Lady anyway, die. I, I interrupted you saying thank you to the subscribers, and uh, yes, thank you to the uh, to everybody that showed up to the tier three. Uh, always a great group of people. Always good to see the, the, those nice smiley faces. Of course, we have the. Uh, if you're a member of tier two yeah, on uh, December 27th, we have our monthly live stream. And again, just some of the perks that we have in addition to, you know, we, it was a calendar and a shirt and 
so on and so forth. And again, those new uh, the new perks will be coming for the uh, starting, I believe, in February or March. I'm not exactly sure how that works. I'm not involved in the show very much. <laughs> um, hey, Matt, the new season probably also yeah. mentioned that we're we're for those folks who maybe signed up after June. Uh, we're we're working on getting your perks out. Um, yeah. There's some administrative things that have been happening, so we're going to do a bunch in December, and then there'll be another bunch in January. So for some reason, you don't end up in the December group. Uh, make sure to look out for January. And also, there's been some emails that have gone out asking folks for information like T-shirt sizes some people haven't provided or there was some confusion, or if you're international uh, and you haven't paid for shipping, you should look for that as well. Yeah. And if you get that email and you're like, oh, I don't, I don't care. I don't need the perks. I just like listening to the show. Uh, please just email back and say I'm good because uh, if you if if we don't hear back from you you'll just remain on a list of people that we have to continue to hunt <laughs> down we'll still keep we'll still keep emailing yeah I think the main thing to point out is that uh, uh, while we are uh, and very uh, very luckily very gratefully uh, nice sentence Jim what oh, am I Elliot falling apart here um, <laughs> uh, we are a successful show but we are also a, a team of four. Mm-hmm. We we don't have a machine behind us that takes care of all these things. So, you know, it's all of us dealing with all of this stuff. So uh, and we do the best that we can. So, um, yeah, uh, this- to, to Matt's point, if you could answer that email, that makes our lives a thousand times easier. And then also you don't get uh, an email every three months going, do you want your phone call? Do you want your phone call? How about your phone call? Time for the phone call. No. Please subscribe to your phone call. Just let us know. Oh, oh speaking of that, if you, if you if you were qualified for a phone call and you feel like you've never received an email from us. Uh, saying, hey, when do you want to do the phone call? Email info at nevernotfunny.com and let us know because uh, maybe there's something going to spam or something and you haven't uh, been getting. Yeah. There has so to be way. something going on because yeah. there's a a good group of people that said, I, I want the phone call that I write every month and then they never RSVP. So yeah. something has to be going on where they're going to spam or something because those are people that requ- those are requests. People yeah. saying, yes, I would like that personal mm-hmm. phone call. Well, then let's go schedule it up. <laughs> and if you're not getting any emails from us and you, you feel like you should be, then just definitely add info at nevernotfunny.com to your address book in your email so that it's not going to spam. Well, yeah. there we go. There's our uh, there's our business pitch. And I think it went very well. I thought it was I mean, it was, there was a lot of information and uh, most people didn't didn't need any of that information. <laughs> uh, but uh, but let's talk about that tribute to Broadway that Tina Fey hosted on Thursday. Cause you uh, more than happy to. And again, we alluded to it a little bit yesterday. Uh, I was about halfway through it during that live feed and, uh, or during the live stream is that's where we were caught up. It was. Um, uh, well, they ended with that song from uh, Jagged Little Pill that they did at the Macy's Parade. That's what where, I wanted to talk about. <laughs> boy, oh boy, it doesn't matter where they do that song. I don't. Uh, okay. Well, in our house, we felt like it was marginally better. And I chalked oh that boy. up to them not sitting on a couch for half of it. <laughs> I don't disagree with that, but you still had the weird phony acting that it's like you're you're Broadway stars you're good actors why are you not using that skill right now because the song is so I I didn't see the one that you're talking about but I saw the Macy's Day one I I watched that song by itself and to me I don't first of all I don't think you blame the actors they're they're quality performers they can they can do the job I believe I blame the person who did the interpretation of the song and said okay because the song is one person talking about all these things but instead, they split it up amongst what a dozen people or something yes, like that. You're, you're yeah. right, and it makes it makes no sense, and it it un, it undercuts all of the meaning that Morissette gave to it right. because she's she's talking from a position of certain kinds of experiences that she's had. She was a child actor, and then these other things. She, she lives and she learns. These people are like 
I thought about having sex with you. Yeah, I did. Like all of that stuff <laughs> was so, so bizarre. Yeah. yeah, it's very you're right. It's very awkward that they're all sort of co-opting the the sentiment of one song to, to apparently apply to every character's situation. In show, right. In the, and, and it's clear like if if I'm wrong about this, I apologize. But it's almost uh, very obviously to me. This is the closing number of the show. Right. It feels that way. So it, it feels mm-hmm. like it's trying to wrap everything up with a bow. And so not knowing what the story is at all, that makes that part very weird. But sure. additionally, it's just like, oh, so that's so convenient. This is true of a lot of jukebox musicals. But it's like, how convenient that this song written 25 years ago just so happens to apply to every single person who was in the story in different ways. And it just it, I think that feel like that's not a good way to write a story. You know, it's like, let's take a, a, well, a, a single POV song and then split it amongst 18 people. I agree with that. But what I will say is like when it was, I, I did, I did say, well, I'm still going to see the show when it comes oh, to the Pantages. Absolutely. And Oliver's like, why this? It, it, I said, well, we're, we're seeing the song out of context. We're, we're not yeah. seeing it in the show. Maybe we'll be crying our eyes out when we see this in the theater. Maybe. I doubt it. Yeah. I, I, I also don't like, and we talked about this before, that it's it's rentified like it, yes, it doesn't yeah. sound like alanis morissette anymore and by the way it shouldn't it's a broadway version of it but they're really leaning on that that rent style of yeah. melodic yes. uh, uh tone tune and the tune. and the, the costumes are very rent like everything of the casting it's 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 very it's 1994. A, I mean, maybe it mm-hmm. takes place in the time that the album came out. So that would right. sort of, uh, which was the same time that Rent started. But uh, yeah, the uh, Zoe actually looked it up because we were talking about like, what could this possibly be about? Uh, and I was like, I don't want to know. Don't tell me the story of it. Yeah, I don't either. I don't want to know either. But she did tell me one thing. Do you want to know the one thing she told me? Uh, one thing and one and only. That's all I want to hear. Uh I'll just say the sentence she said to me and you do whatever you want with it. The mom is addicted to painkillers. Oh, that's a jagged little pill. <laughs> that, that is the jagged little pill. That's how literal and dumb this fucking wow. show is. The, well, the, according to the poster behind it, uh, the Hollywood Reporter says it's electrifying. Well, it's got 15 Tony nominations. Like, that's crazy. Well, also, I got, but remember, I got 15 Tony nominations in a year where only three <laughs> plays were put up on its feet. It's true. How sad was it, by the way, when the kids from... Uh, Harry Potter were talking about their show and the one kid said I was about to make my Broadway debut oh. and we were shut down I'm like mother I felt like I literally out loud went oh damn it like I felt so it's bad horrible. for the kid yeah and and so then it's like well then what exactly have you been doing like do you even feel like like that must be such a weird feeling to be on television promoting a show that you've literally never been you were rehearsing it I guess right. but like you you really haven't even done it yet and it's been mm-hmm. almost a year since you were thinking you were about to be in it not like his life has moved on right so like it's got to be bizarre to like go back i would Maybe have not. to assume that he w- had to go back to a job yeah and you know that's the one thing yeah. that this illuminated for me not that i didn't understand it because i'm a guy that affected i i'm not traveling i'm not performing we're not doing live never not funnies we're not doing you know uh, uh, comedy clubs for the most part are closed um but broadway there, there's not even like like some comedy clubs can open at 20 percent capacity 20 you know there's some clubs that are open because they don't necessarily believe uh, that this pandemic's real there's so uh so i like but when you hear these broadway performers and they talk about you know we've been shut down since march we're not looking until maybe may or june to getting back and then they list it's not and by the way it's not just the actors it's the ushers it's the concession people it's the it's the valet parkers at the parking lot across the street like yeah. broadway alone has affected so many people 
And if you think about that for every theater around the country, yeah. the Pantages, there's, you know, the, the what is it? The 200 people they employ, they're not working. Yeah. And it, again, we it's so easy to just think about, well, I'm the comic. I'm getting fucked. Well, it, it's it's everybody. Yeah. Think and, about the cleaning. Like I thought about this. I was, I was walking by Zoe's or Charlie, Charlie's school the other day. The cleaning crew of every school, they don't have anything to do now because no one's in right. the school. And same with all those theaters on Broadway. Like who, the people who clean the theaters don't have jobs. Like they're just and those are people who live probably paycheck to paycheck. I, I would know. Assume. Right. And, and, and again, it's so easy to put the face of, oh, the actors and actors. Oh, the poor actor. there. Oh, the Broadway stars can't work. It, it's not just them. It's. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like you say, the cleaning crew, which uh, the one thing I did, and I'm not I'm not trying to throw water in the face because maybe I got this information wrong. Uh, I was told like the cleaning crew is like the one that they did keep because they have to make sure that like that rodents and stuff don't move into the theaters. Uh, mm-hmm. So they have to keep things well, moving that's, to that's keep. That's good. Yeah. That, that's, and again, I don't know if that's accurate, but yeah. that's what. You would just think me. that there would be a lot less cleaning to do if no one's in there. Yeah. <laughs> I know you don't have to clean up my plastic bottle from underneath my seat. <laughs> yeah. Uh, which, by the way, I never leave there. I just want to be very clear. I, I guess what I'm getting at is if I was going to offer the Pantages, if they want me to just come in and like spill soda all over the floor once a week, <laughs> You're happy I'm, to ha- do it? I'm happy to do it. Yeah, I'll walk around there just throwing popcorn all over the place. I actually uh, I, I did donate as soon, as soon as the show was over. I donated some money to that as I do even whenever they got those red buckets out there. Yeah. Um, and uh, but uh, this time I, I gave a little more than I usually do. I gave close to five, six thousand dollars. I usually only give about the four. <laughs> mm-hmm. And uh, but boy, boy, do I wish I made that kind of money that I could donate that and not think twice about it. Like your friend Taylor Swift, who just gave uh, thirteen thousand dollars to a couple of people, from what I understand. Oh, I didn't hear about that. Uh, she saw some uh, news story about this, uh, a couple of moms or something that were struggling and. I'm, I'm piecemealing this from listening to Allie and Bean's podcast. I, <laughs> I'm trusting them with their information. Right, right. She, and, yeah, uh, she's she's always doing stuff like that, especially around Christmas. She's she'll just like pick a bunch of fans on her Instagram and just send them a box of crazy shit. It's like it's, it's crazy. She look, paid Kesha's legal fees <clears throat> when she was suing. Oh, that's Dr. right, Luke. Oh, I didn't. She know paid that. part of her legal fees. I mean, wow. She gets such a bad rap for whatever reasons, but. And I'm not trying to be a, you know, a Swifty or whatever, but she's done some really life-changing, amazing things for some people. And I think she, she has too. Garen, Garen, don't you think that it's? Uh, and I'm sorry for interrupting, Garen. I'm, I'm agreeing with you. It, look, I'm not a huge Taylor Swift fan, although my friend Bean's con- trying to convince me to do so. Um, and uh, and maybe I will be. I don't know. But, you know, I got to do a deeper dive into it. But uh, what I will say is that it, 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 all the negative stuff seems to be like. Well, she dated this guy and wrote a song about it. She dated that guy and wrote a song about it. She dated yep. that guy and wrote a song about it. And, oh, so fuck her. Like, really? That's yeah. So seems she, like a weird thing so to she, get she, mad at somebody about. She lived her life and then created art out of what right. she experienced. How dare <laughs> <It's> she? <laughs> that's so bizarre. But 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 you're able to go. Oh yeah, that Mick Jagger song is great. Well, that's about him fucking a groupie. You idiot. Like <laughs> yeah, it's yep. crazy. Or every every she... every rap song that talks about specific people. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's it's bizarre how she gets the bad rap. And and because that's really, again, a guy that's not in that circle. That's the bad rap I always hear about when it comes mm-hmm. to Taylor Swift. Well, yeah, there's also the element of like uh, she comes off as a tryhard, I think. And, and that's uh, that rubs some people the wrong way. And she kind of admits that, you know, like that's what's been interesting about her last couple of albums and, and the, the documentary is that she basically is just like, yeah, I I. I want people, I'm a people pleaser. I want people to like me. I, I, I want, you know, I do, uh, I try really hard and that, that comes through in, in the work, which, which I think is, that's, that's what I've sort of 
come to realize is like it's very easy to sort of mock her because she just puts it all out there um but uh i think she's on some level a genuine person who's just trying to figure it all out like everybody else and and uh and and it results in in what i consider to be really enjoyable music actually the new album jimmy uh if you want an entry point just speaking of like that other when we were talking about that country guy on snl it made me think of this there's a song on the new album called no body no crime which is like a classic but kind of insane country song about a guy who may or may not have killed his wife because he was cheating on her and then the 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 subject of the song the singer is now going to murder him and frame his mistress for it and it's totally bonkers but really really good it's like that kind of sounds like a carrie underwood type uh right song it's like the night the lights went out in georgia 2020 it's really good oh, right, right? You, much, and that's on which, this new uh, one that came out on friday yeah mm-hmm. um yeah, which is a surprise more, album first that she uh, she dropped yeah which i which i have only heard some of but i've enjoyed uh i, I like i came around to folklore like i didn't love it at first but now I'm, I'm like appreciating it more and this one i'm like it's a little got a little more up-tempo vibes to it in, in certain places and that i read I, a tweet about it matt that today that said taylor swift has a surprise new album and i'm here for it all right would you <laughs> would you say that that's an accurate tweet was that tweet from uh mr garen cockerel <laughs> that was not me <laughs> i get i don't follow garen anymore i had i couldn't take it <laughs> i i had to get away from it yeah um that yeah that song is so as soon as i heard it i was like oh my god this is incredible uh like it's just so crazy and that's i kind of thought the last album i've been like as she got more and more poppy like not pop but like she started doing like the shake it off type stuff that was like she was trying to sound a little bit more like other like contemporary top 40 i think and i was like this is cool and i like it but i was waiting for her to go back to country mm-hmm. and i thought folklore was going to be that and then folklore ended up being more of like a indie folk album and then this one is not like you know it's sort of more of that but just this song is so country and it's so like and i'm not even a country guy but i like her brand of country and i was like yes this is what i was waiting for this is so good uh well you got it yeah and uh and i'm here to hear about it it's uh <laughs> exciting i'm gonna i'm gonna sample it on my walk although I, I, my walks i uh, i tend to listen to a podcast as i walk yeah um, at least now we're just talking I, about that it's not I, I don't like listening to songs walking around it doesn't i like to listen to a, a, a podcast that just takes my mind off of what the that's kind of you know about. when i was training for the marathons i would listen to phil hendry and uh you know when you when you're listening to somebody like that and I, maybe people do that but never not funny i don't know when you're listening to that uh, the seven miles fly by but when you're listening to, to me when you're listening to songs it's like well, I've listened, I've heard six songs so far. That's not even a half hour. You right. know what I mean? Like, oh, wow. yeah, kind of. It kind of it, it keeps you. It keeps your mind on the time, which you don't. Yes. want. you want to forget about the time. Um, but when I hmm. so, but when I ran the marathon, uh, multiple, uh, I would start with podcasts and then end with music, so that uh, you know, because I'm, when you're running a marathon, you see the mile markers, you know what you're doing. Right. It's not like you can yeah. just you know zone out. But uh, I needed the music to push me through to the end. Yeah. Uh, whereas, you know, at the beginning, it's like, okay, I'll just be running along nicely. And I, uh, I will never run a marathon again because of my goddamn back. Are you happy, Garen? Tweet that out. <laughs> well, sorry. Did, you told me that you, you thought that it might be because of all the marathons that you're all your back and all everything got I, fucked up. I, I, uh, I believe it was me training for the marathon this year, the 2020 marathon. And I was not in shape mm-hmm. and I tried to bite off more miles than I could. 
And when I did the 13 miles uh, uh, to uh, to prep, uh, that was very like I, I felt it and I was like, this was a mistake. And then I would say that that was the reason. Yes, Matt Belknap. Well, also, but when you get older, I mean, that's just a lot of um, impact on your joints in general to, to run that much. And uh, I just think your your frail little chicken bones couldn't take it. <laughs> I couldn't. Well, uh, I, I know the, uh, the, the, my, the discs in my spine said, no, thank you. Yeah. They wanted to, they wanted to show their, they wanted to rear their ugly head, living color style. That's why it's all about cycling, baby. No impact. Except for the, uh, the car that hits you when you're trying to cross the street. <laughs> well, there's that impact. I cannot. I'm, to, I'm told that I uh, by my uh, my back gentleman that I cannot do any cycling for a while because of the uh, where these bulging discs are on my back. Yeah. That curve would be bad for me. Yeah, that that does. Uh, I do. I get a, a, a little bit of soreness in my lower back, but it's not a big deal. Like I can handle it. I'm, I, and I'm bummed because it's like, well, I, I got to do something, man. I yeah. got to. Uh, so I go, hey, how about the elliptical? Well, you can't do that because that's like a twisting. And uh, uh, that's not that's not good for uh, what you're dealing with. If it was higher up, you'd be OK. All right. Well, great. What about cycling? Well, that's not good because you're bent over like this. Hear well, me what out. What about Jimmy. if I uh, just lightly jog? Well, you can't because that's an impact on this. Like, I'm. Hear me what out. If you, uh, what if you go ahead, Matt? Uh, well, I, I, you I want to hear your pitch, too. But I was going to pitch uh, recumbent bicycle. Those are cool. Oh, God. Then you're that asshole going around the- <laughs> with the with the orange flag sticking up behind you. Oh, fuck. <laughs> fuck you. Or like they some, it on your shoulder some, and be done with it. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes they put those wind socks, you know, like those yep. yard does decoration, like rainbow wind socks. Like it's like, come on, buddy. What were you, uh, you going to say, though, Garen? I was going to suggest longboarding. <laughs> <laughs> That gives you lots of exercise. Yeah, sidewalk surfer. Sure. uh, One leg gets a hell of a workout, doesn't it? You can switch. Switch it up. I can't. Uh, Practice. You know what's interesting about skateboarding for me is like being right-handed. Maybe maybe it's not interesting at all. Do you, Matt Belknap, who's a a known skateboarder, uh, you're left-handed, though. I'm left-handed. Does your left foot go on the, the board and you kick with your right? Uh, I, I kick with my back foot. I'm I'm goofy footed skateboarding. I don't think it has anything to do with what hand you are. Goofy foot means your your right foot is in front. Uh, but but I don't know why some some people push with their front foot and keep the back foot sort of towards the middle. I I always kicked with my back foot, so I kick with my left foot and keep my right foot on the front. Well, that's what I do. I do the same thing. Yeah. So that's just. And by the way, when I say that's what I do, I mean you know, thirty years ago when I skateboarded. <laughs> right. Yeah. I don't know what determines how. It's just whatever you do when you first step on it. It's just. I mean, I don't know why I chose that, but uh, Tony so Hawk is goofy footed. Maybe I was. Maybe I wanted to be like him, and I don't think so. But um, I wonder if that's why I was terrible at skateboarding because when I visualize skateboarding, I vis- I'm I'm sort of right sided. I visualize left foot on skateboard right side kicking that hmm. seems like the most natural thing that i would do but which that, which foot is forward w- you mean on the skateboard when you when you when you then put both feet on it which one is in the front oh i would I think left left so you're so you're kicking with the right right yeah yeah, yeah. so you would be normal footed not goofy oh so that's what okay i didn't understand what it is you were trying to say yeah, yeah. So you you swap it around like your kick foot goes in front my, my my no my kick foot goes in the back G- basically goofy and 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 regular are just like which direction you're facing or which which foot is on the front of the board as opposed to the nose as opposed to the tail okay um so goofy is right foot on the nose and and left foot on the tail 
and then okay. regular is the opposite. But then okay. on the West Coast, especially, I feel like a lot of people kick with their front foot. So they take their their nose foot off and put the and then slide their rear foot towards the middle of the board and kick and then they switch it back. That's West Coast that's, style. I mean, that's I always thought it was West Coast. I don't know if that's really what, where it's more pre- prevalent, but I always grew it's up like a bad balance back. point like like i mean i guess well they, it, yeah they're not they're kind of keeping their rear foot over the rear truck i guess um right but it, yeah i never got it it's it's kind of like the difference between a porsche and like a or corvette you know porsche like it can go wild and crazy but then you can move really easily too people say when, who, who drive those so maybe it's maybe you can do more tricks more easily if your foot's on the back over yeah. the back wheel i don't know I don't know. I, I think, think I, when I skateboarded, it was more like a Fiero. So, I, it was, it was <laughs> so you're like mid-engine, mid mid yeah, rear. It was uh, it was just kind of a ripoff of the Porsche. <laughs> what I was doing. Uh, all right, listen. Carl Tart is uh, joined the waiting room. We're going to uh, take a break. We're going to bring Carl into the mix. Uh, Carl made me laugh so sticking hard when I did a comedy banging episode with him, and I've been trying to get him on the show for a long time. And uh, glad to have him finally uh, be available. Uh, so we're going to deal with that. We got Oliver's trivia question. Uh, we'll dig deep, find out what Garen and Nelly have been doing uh, uh, during this uh, since we last spoke to everybody, and uh, we'll do all that when we come back right after this. Hey, sometimes you find yourself at the, the wall that's missing a couple of bucks. Now, who, did somebody steal it, or what's going on over there? It doesn't matter how you're missing the bucks. Money might be a little tight. That's where earn-in comes in, Matt. Yeah, earn-in. Earn-in's there if you got a last-minute uh, gift for a loved one, an expect, uh, unexpected trip to the vet. I've seen a lot of that on uh, uh, social media, by the way. People saying, oh, I had to spend the night at the, at the pet vet. Yeah. People like using the phrase pet vet. Even though vet covers pet. I mean, what other, are you at the wild animal vet yeah, you could be visiting a, a soldier oh okay uh i, I think people I, I think they like the sound of pet vet it does sound fun it is fun to say i get it uh but nobody's pointing out that they're at the pet vet for fun so uh, that's a good point yeah why are they yeah. why are they being uh, capricious or uh, silly with their very you know, serious issue you know capricious say <laughs> uh now listen this is here's the important thing Earn in is there because the point is you're not at the pet vet at three in the morning going, oh, good. I get to spend X amount of money right. uh, that I don't have. That's where earn in jumps in. Yes. Uh, earn in is an app that gives you access to your pay as you work up to $100 a day, up to $750 per pay period. Yeah. So it gives you a little goose if you need it. Yeah. It's, but you're, you're making the money by going to your job and working every day. They're just saying, hey, we can get you that money a little bit sooner than the, than the paycheck arrives. That's exactly right. Now, over three and a half million people are already uh, saying things like when I think about earning i think about financial stability security it gives me a lot of peace of mind that's what they're saying they say it like that yeah i would think there'd be a little more uh, excitement no these these are people that uh you you know when they're giving a testimonial they're caught off guard and then they're not comfortable in front of a microphone these are not professional broadcasters we are they 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 sound stilted but that's real that's genuine thank you man again it gives them peace of mind (laughs) uh hey download earning today that is spelled e-a-r-n-i-n that's in the google play or apple app store when you download the earning app type in never not funny under podcast please when you sign up it'll help the show Let's them know who said to you there, who directed you there. Once again, put in Never Not Funny under podcast. Subject your available earnings, location, daily max, and pay period max. See earnin.com slash TOS for details. Earnin is a financial technology company, not a bank. Bank products are issued by Evolve Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. Earnin. It's your money. Get it now. 
Guys, Shopify is something that's very, very dear and important to me, and you know that. You know that. And Matt, you're laughing because you know that I don't stop talking about Shopify off the air. It's really, it's it's weird. It's like your new obsession. Like, you used to talk about, you know, Journey and Kiss all the time. Now it's just Shopify this, Shopify that. I know, and I, all I can do is apologize, but I'll tell you why. It's because whether you're selling scented soaps or uh, offering outdoor outfits... The SSS or the OOO, Shopify helps you sell everywhere from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, which I learned stands for point of sale, that's, not the other thing that I've been saying. <laughs> right. That's a, When you go on and on about Shopify, you sound, you sounded a little foolish because you were raving about, and then people would say, well, why, why is he talking about POS? Like, what? That's yeah. A, they didn't know either, and you didn't know how to tell them. Uh, well, no, because I was on the wrong side of history on that as well. Yeah. But point of sale is what POS stands for when we're talking Shopify. I'm excited because we've set up our own Shopify account to uh, handle our uh, our perks. You know, we were sending out uh, T-shirts and, and yearbooks to our subscribers, and uh, it's so easy. It's great. I get to, you know, assign roles to different people. Like our, our, our web guy, Jeff, is he's an admin in there now, and I, I just it was so easy to set him up. And then I set up our T-shirt guy. He's got an account in there he can log in he can do what he needs to do to get our shipping done it's awesome um i've been kept out of the loop on that uh because um you're kind <laughs> yeah well, as much uh, as you rave about it you don't want to know about i don't want to know i don't want to know how the sausage is made i just no. want to see the uh the, the results right that's what i want and, and also i don't know if illegally i can get away with this but it's so easy to shopify well, because Come you were on. off key, I think we're legally safe. I think I was on key for the, what I was doing. <laughs> we all knew what it was. Uh, you know, I'm not doing karaoke to a backing track. <laughs> it was on whatever key I was at. Uh, sign up for $1 per month trial period at Shopify.com slash Pardo. That's all lowercase. Shopify.com slash Pardo. Now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in, Shopify.com slash Pardo. Shopify, a better way to sell. Hey, everybody, welcome back to the program, episode 2717 of uh, Never Not Funny. Uh, don't forget, we got Oliver's trivia question coming up here in a little bit. Uh, but right now, let's bring our guest into the mix. Uh, uh, here's the deal. I alluded to this right before the uh, break, but I'll say it now with the gentleman uh, uh, joining us. I've done many an episode of Comedy Bang Bang, where I work with, uh, I have the pleasure of watching these talented improvisers uh, work their magic around me, and it's always enjoyable. But nobody in the history we have doing Comedy Bang Bang made me laugh as hard as this guy when he was doing his impression of O.J. Simpson. And uh, I was uh, playing, like Scott does, playing the straight man to his O.J. and, and, and acting. It, it, uh, I, I came home and raved about this guy. And so we got to get him on Never Not Funny. And that was 17 years ago. And it's finally <laughs> happening. Uh, this guy's in demand. Carl Tart is. You want to, hey, Carl, can you do Monday? I'm writing on this show. Well, how about next week? I'm going to be writing on that show. He, he's, he's very much in demand. He shows up on Superstore from time to time. Uh, the point is this. Carl Tart is there. Hi, Carl. Hi. Thank you for having me. It's, uh, it's nice to have you. Uh, <laughs> it's been a long time, hasn't it, Carl? So long. And I'm so thankful to finally get here. I'm so thankful to finally be able to come and do this. Well, I'm glad to have you. I'm sad to say that uh, that it couldn't be in the studio, but uh, I don't know what you're dealing with where you live. We're in a pandemic where we are. <laughs> oh, I'm in New Zealand. I'm kicking it, baby. <laughs> oh, you're doing all right? Okay. Good call. Did you go to a concert over the weekend then? <laughs> Con- concert and a club. <laughs> Mouth coughing <laughs> club. Take advantage Mouth of it. <laughs> what, uh, what part of the city do you live in, Carl? Uh, I'm in North Hollywood. Jeez. Uh, now, wait. Now, you grew up here, right? Didn't you grow up in uh, the Los Angeles area? I did, yeah. I grew up in the South Central area. I always went to school on the west side because we moved here from Mississippi when I was like nine years old. And so my mom was like, you're not going to school over here. And <laughs> But this is where we have to live because 
money. <laughs> and so, so I always grew up going to school in the West LA area. Went to Palms Middle School in the Palms area. Went to hey, Hamilton that's Elliot Horberg lives in Palms. Yeah. yeah. Went to middle school over there. Probably nice. took some eggs at your house. <laughs> oh. What, uh, Carol, when you say you grew up in South Central, I live in Baldwin Hills. Are you, uh, was it near, were you near that at all or are you closer to USC? That's where my mom lives now. She lives in Windsor, right over, over Hill and uh, in Windsor Hills. I grew up, we were over near USC. We were okay. over on Vermont King for most of my childhood. Uh, so th- this is just a long-winded way for me to say, uh, you, usually North Hollywood is where people who move from Nebraska go, hey, I'm moving to L.A., I'm going to be a, a movie star, and North Hollywood seems to be the first stop. It was for me and many others. <laughs> so you, as a guy that grew up here, it surprises me that you've chosen North Hollywood as your place to live. I'm going to tell you why I did it. Yeah, welcome to I- I uh, so I moved out of my mom's house because, you know, because I'm a local, I stayed way too late. <laughs> and so when I was like 24, I was like, you know what? I got to go. I'm, I can't keep sharing a bedroom with my brother at 24 <laughs> years old. Like I, I can't keep making excuses to girls as to why they can't come to my house. Uh, I need to I need to get out. and I need to get a roommate. At the same time, my one of my good friends was having a baby and they had a roommate in their house that they were like, we want this guy out when the baby comes and we trust you around the baby. And I love babies. So I was like, yeah, I'll come hang with the new baby. <laughs> and it's a good opportunity for me to get out of my mom's house. And so I lived there for four years. And then once it was time to move out of there a year ago, I was like, okay, uh, I need to find a place, but finding an apartment in Los Angeles is impossible. Mm-hmm. And so I stumbled upon a friend from mine, uh, a, friend, a comedy friend of mine, who's like, I'm a manager at an apartment building. We got an open apartment. I was like, I'll take it. I don't care what it looks like. I'll do it. And not much closet space in here. I got to be honest. <laughs> but it was easy. It was right. all I had to do was apply. And so I was like, yeah. It's, and it's, it's, this is like what they call West Toluca Lake, especially all mm. the people who seem to hate unhoused people and stuff on uh, next door. <laughs> in this area I go oh uh-huh. this is the area I live in it's yeah. Mississippi of the West kind of <laughs> when you get on that next door app but where are you uh, you know again I grew up uh, are you are you right are you east or west of Lancashire this is an entertaining to our listeners in, in Iowa I, but, uh, I am directly west of Lancashire on violent I'm right at the split you know you're where right that there is. Yeah. Yeah, I'm right oh there. wow you're right where the blockbuster used to be right by yep. Odyssey video yep Yep, I'm right there. That's, that's where, right where we live too. That's where I ride my bike every day because I, I ride down the Chandler bike path and then I just keep going uh, all around that little uh, that little triangle. Yeah. Oh man, I might have do some eggs at you. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> probably. A lot of eggs throwing. Throwing. People. Still doing it. Still doing Still it. Still doing it. Still doing it. Whatever neighborhood. Yeah. It's just so much fun. Why give it up? I mean, you know, people people shouldn't spend the time eggs. Yeah. if you're good at it. Uh, as a reminder, don't do the crime if you can't do the time, Elliot. Yeah. Uh, uh, all right, Carl Tart is here. He's uh, talking to us from North Hollywood, California. He's currently writing. I, 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 I think I got this. Are you on? Uh, oh shit! Now my mind's blanking. The the young man from SNL has a sitcom now. What's uh, Keenan Thompson? Keenan yeah. Thompson. Are you working on Keenan's program? Yeah, working on Keenan's program. We wrote it. We wrote the, all the episodes back in the beginning of the year, and then we were sent home on a Friday. We're like, let us figure out what's going to happen, but we'll probably just be off for like a week, and. Uh, we never came back. So <laughs> we wrote all the episodes, but now the uh, Gavin or Newsom has let the film industry come back full force. So we back in there, masked up, shielded up, 
And yeah. I'm just there to, you know, be the onset guy because most of those other writers are working on something else now. So Do I you, get to be the onset guy for every episode, which is really cool. Nice. Uh, so, Kerr, when you say masked up and shield up, are, are you also, do you get tested for COVID each time you go to the stage or you do it every once day. a week or every, every day? day. Yeah, wow. Every day. Yeah. Wow. Which gives me peace of mind. Sure. Yeah. Of course. It's like, all right. And so That's all interesting because I had like, heard that, oh, uh, I, I'm sorry, I had heard that, you know, it was like, like once every three days or something like that. It's every day. Every day for me, we we rotate between lab tests, so like nose swab and mm. rapid, which is less, uh, you know, less accurate. But if you just did a lab test the day before, then you'll have mm. your lab results and your rapid results, and it makes them yeah. more accurate. And uh, you've, you've, you've been uh, negative the, uh, the whole time. You, you've been lucky enough, and you have not caught this thing. The entire time I've been negative, even had some scares. Like, you had didn't. some like, hey, man, I got it. And I was like, well, we just played golf. Like, so, but I, uh, we definitely, I've been lucky to not, you know, to not grab it. And my friends who have had it have also been lucky where they were were very mild. Mm -hmm. Nobody has gotten really sick. Good. So. Mm Uh, well, uh, very, very lucky. Just like the White House. They, uh, not one person from the White House got a bad case of it. They all. Uh, so therefore, it's just like the flu, Carl. It's no big deal. Nothing to worry about. No big deal. <laughs> yeah. um, but then Herman Cain died. So <laughs> yeah, but that, that, that doesn't affect them. They don't seem to give a shit that he died. I know. He wasn't in the White House, but I just you know he's in the extended family, I guess. That uh, made me so mad because I am not a Herman Cain fan by no stretch of the imagination. But I was like, really? He's the only one that's gonna die. <laughs> right. Come on, y'all. Like, damn. Yeah, like. I, Crazy. I'm with you, Carl. And then when you read the news today, like, you know, with the with the vaccines going out, that the uh, the White House will be some of the first people to get vaccinated. Now, look, no matter whether you're like Trump or not, he's the president. He should be the first guy, one of the first getting vaccinated mm-hmm. done. But but the other assholes running around that have been refusing to wear masks and say it's a hoax and it's nonsense. Why? Why do they get priority over a nurse? I think that's insanity. Yeah, I agree with you. There, I'm on my soapbox. Now I'm off of it. We're back to comedy. Uh, Carl Tart is here. He's taking time away from the Kenan Thompson program. And you're, you're not uh, you're not there today, Carl. Why, uh, are you guys on a Christmas hiatus? What's the story? Not Christmas hiatus yet. Uh, ex, uh, COVID-19 must hiatus for a little bit. Uh, we had a case that was a little close to the pink zone, which is uh, the main the main group of people who are close to closest to the actors one a, a crew member in the pink zone got it so when a crew member in the pink zone gets it we kind of got to shut down okay uh, just to just to be safe but everything's fine though we'll be back tomorrow hey carl when we say pink zone we're talking about vaginas is that what that stands uh, yeah, for yeah yeah in the vagina zone in the coochie <laughs> okay. zone is what i like to call it sure and uh, uh we uh no nah, it's, it's there's like pink zone green zone red zone so like Everybody has to when when one zone is on set, everybody has to leave. Everybody has to be outside of the like the whole soundstage, which you guys are all Hollywood dudes. You know, you know how big a soundstage is. So it's crazy that they make them go outside. But uh, yeah. And then so like after we're done and there's like a new setup that needs to happen. Pink Zone has to leave, completely leave. And we'll go to our offices or something. And then they'll call. OK, Pink Zone can return now. Really? Wow. Yeah. Wow, that's it's how they're keeping it safe. They're, they are keeping it pretty safe. And there have been cases uh, with other zones, but we can still keep production going because we weren't affected by that zone. Right. Pink zone was safe until now, until this one person just got it recently. Until this one person just got it. But it was, I'm not spreading no rumors. It was not any of the main actors. So, okay. Don't write so, it up in deadline, y'all. Uh, Garen, tweet out right now Keenan Thompson has COVID. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> if you can just tweet that out, the breaking news. We got it here first. Um, 
And what's he doing? Is that uh, is he flying back and forth between New York and here? <laughs> doing he that? is. He is. Wow. Him and Chris Red. Chris Red's also on the show. Oh, he is. Oh, wow. Boy, boy, he's yeah. a boy. What a that's a, a what a great one-two punch of funny that is. That's great. Yeah. 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 They're great together too. They work so well together. Great. And uh, and you're behind the scenes, but I know you. I, I first met you as a performer. Uh, do you make most of your uh, money working behind the scenes, Carl? Or do you, you, you would would you be a series regular? Why are you not on the camera? Is what I'm saying. Uh, I actually do have a pilot that we just shot, and we're waiting to hear great. back from it. It's another NBC nice. outlet. Uh, I try to write myself into shows that I write on all the time, the sneaky way. <laughs> sure. I, I managed to do it on two shows. Now I did it on Brooklyn Nine Nine. I did it on Connecting that we shot over the pandemic. And so, oh right, connecting. Yeah, so I, uh, I got to sneak into both of those great. as ridiculous characters. But <laughs> yeah, uh, I might be back in front of the camera soon. We'll find out in January. Well, I hope so. Nice. Well, uh, fingers crossed for you. As I mentioned, you were on Superstore. We saw you. You were a security guard. I want to say on Superstore. Correct? Is that uh... Superstore? I was a waiter. A waiter. Wait. Yeah. What, well, what were you? Weren't you a security guard on something? I was a cop on Lethal Weapon. That oh. might have been. Uh, there's a gif of me. <laughs> I, guess was, I guess it was just the waiter. I guess it was that. Because, uh, oh, shit. I look I, like a security guard in everything. I'm a large dude. I'm large and in charge. Yeah, there's so. no question about that. There's no, uh, uh, when I saw you at Scott Ackerman's uh, Christmas party a couple of years back, I said, uh, why is he employed as a security guard? Why, why can't he enjoy the party like the rest of the people? It turns out, that uh, was me just making assumptions, Matt. He was just there as a, as a, as a party goer. You know, that has happened where I'll, I'll do something like I'll go to a party or somebody's having something and something starts to get a little hairy and I'm the one that has to go like, hey, 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 you know, and I'm like, I shouldn't have to do this. I'm putting no. my life on the line. I'm already drunk and I pre-gamed and now I'm here helping you out because some weirdo has snuck into the party and is causing trouble. Now I got to get this guy out. Um, that doesn't seem fair. And uh, and you know what? I blame Scott Ackerman for that. Ackerman should have uh, better uh, security. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right? Uh, all right. Carl Tart is here. He's a Dodger fan. We know that because he's got a, a, a stadium giveaway uh, decorating his couch <laughs> behind him. Oh, yeah. um, Carl, your thoughts on the Dodgers winning the World Series. Were you excited? I was very excited. I needed it. But I was, I was also a bit bittersweet because I am a Clipper fan as well. And we lost in horrific fashion, <laughs> which is not anything new for us. But it was this year was different. There was a lot of pressure put on it. And social media just went crazy uh, hating on us. And so it was just like a harder year to lose because we had better players. And there was a lot, you know, all the news outlets picked us to win it at the beginning of the year, which you, you never heard. It's literally the first time in history where they were like, looks like the L.A. Clippers are going to win the championship this year. <laughs> and it was it was ridiculous. And of course, the, the Lakers did win. And so that makes it even worse because mm -hmm. Laker fans are atrocious. And uh, so it, it, it was it was. Yeah, that was tough. So the, the, the Dodger win was bittersweet, but I did immediately go on Fanatics and spend a lot of money. Um, <laughs> now, Matt Belknap, as a Laker fan, how do you feel about Mr. Tart saying that right to your face? Yeah. He knows. Well, he I have knows. to, I have to agree. Yeah, I have to agree with it. Uh, <laughs> I, I definitely have to agree. Um, but, uh, but yeah, like Clipper fans just make me sad like it just makes me think of uh when like uh, billy crystal was like the only celebrity that would go to those games and he had great seats but it just was like man your career is a little bit on the downslide that you uh you had to become a, a clipper fan you couldn't get next to jack nicholson at the laker game so that's the thing though he could have he already was he was in the early 80s 
Oh, and he, he switched like, over. Oh, I'm gonna. When they moved here, he was like, "I'm gonna go be the guy." Oh yeah. Guys. So he was trying to be an early adopter. Okay. Yeah. I didn't live here then. I was. I, I moved here in the mid '90s. So. Uh, Oh, that's, that's I read all the books. Instead of, cutting, <laughs> instead of cutting myself, I read the books about every Clippers season. Yeah. Well, I used to. I also used to justify my hatred of the Clippers with Donald Sterling because Donald Sterling was like a super villain, just like mm-hmm. the, the, the a terrible human being. But uh, but then you know once they grappled the the team away from him. Uh, and and Balmer came in. Although I, I don't like Microsoft as a company either, so I was still like, okay, well, I can still hate these guys because <laughs> fuck Microsoft and fuck Steve Ballmer too. But uh, but they they have been a lot better and a, a lot more enjoyable to watch since uh, since Ballmer came in. So. We're not the same. I'll give you an anecdote about Donald Sterling. Well, I'm giving it away. I usually tell it without. But <laughs> in 1979 uh, or 78, uh, Dr. Jerry Buss goes to Jack Kent Cook, who's the current owner of the Lakers. Which you know he called the colors. The, you know the colors aren't purple and gold. They are gold and Laker blue, mm-hmm. which is purple. But it's <laughs> I, ridiculous. I'm Los uh, Angeles native. I agree with you. I've never understood it. Go ahead. Yeah, <laughs> but he goes and Jack Ken Cook is going through like a divorce and everything's bad. And, and the Lakers are kind of like the last thing he has. And and it, and he had already agreed to sell the team to uh, Jerry Buss for a certain amount. And Jerry Buss goes. He's like, I got the cash. Like, let's do this. And he's like, actually. I'm going to need more money. I'm going to need like 13 million more for this. And he's like, well, I, I don't, I don't have that. I can't just go wrangle that up. And he's like, well, then I'm going to keep the team. I'm not, I'm not giving you the team. And he's like, all right, let me call in. Let me call a friend. And he calls Donald Sterling and Donald Sterling's like, yeah, I'll give you that money. And <laughs> uh, he gave him the money. So Donald Sterling helped by the Lakers. Yeah. And then he was like, maybe one day I'll have a team too. And then in three years, uh, this dude named Irv Levin or Irv Gavin or somebody like that, mm-hmm. uh, own owner of the San Diego Clippers, was like, "Yeah, you can have the team for nothing," and he sold it for two billion dollars to Steve Ballmer. Yeah. So what did he what did he buy it for? It was like a, it was like crazy low. Uh, it was like eleven million dollars. Yeah. And then like we could have pulled together. Yeah, we could. <laughs> you guys handling most of it, yeah. and I, I put a hundred bucks on it or something. Like that. Like and to, then yeah, we could like we could have bought the team. Seems a little light on your end, Carl. I'd like to see you kick it a little couple more bucks than that. All right, 100 bucks and a pair of Jordans, something like that. Again, I think more than that. We're covered on shoes. We don't need you to. Uh, we don't need your footwear. We're going to be fine. It's an investment, Jimmy. Jordans are an investment. Yeah. Oh, I see. You're going to run that game with me. Uh, all right, Carl Tart is here. Uh, Clipper fan, uh, Donald Sterling uh, advocate, uh, apologist. Um, what? Uh, uh, you know, I went to the Clippers game. This is true. Uh, uh, T.J. Mark Walter, my personal appearance agent, uh, and I went. He invited me to go to a Clippers game with him. Back in the mid '90s, I want to say, uh, and uh, we just bought tickets there, and I think we sat right next to Billy Crystal. I think it was wow. that crazy. Like we just bought tickets, and nobody was going to the game. Yeah. So it's like we were able to just basically sit next to the guy that overpaid for his seats. Um, <laughs> Who was the other? There was an. Oh, was it Frankie Muniz? There was another like '90s yeah. celebrity. Frankie Muniz liked him. Uh, Ashton Kutcher. Was a fan. Oh, okay. He was a, one of our celebrity guys. And Kadeem Hardison. Let's not forget Kadeem Hardison. Oh, yeah. Back at the height of his career, when A Different World was was really popping. Yeah. He was at the, he was at all the games. He loved the Clippers. Yeah. Uh, it, yes, of course. It was a sinking ship to try to ride. But you don't really know the ins and outs of a team <laughs> when, when you're, you're just kid, like, yeah. I'm just going to work. I'm just going to root for the other team. I'll tell you right. how I started it. I had won a three-point shooting contest at the Big, Bro- the Big Brothers, Big Sisters of Greater Los Angeles. And I had won a three-point shooting contest when they do like Mentor Day, where all the kids get together at Jesse Owens Park. And I 
and I won uh, two tickets to the game. And I went home and I was so excited. It was going to be the first NBA game I'd ever gone to. We had just been out here for like a year. And that kind of like got me some friends at this thing because they was like, oh, he can shoot. This kid can shoot. Mm -hmm. And so I was so excited. I went home. I, I told my mom, mom, I got like I got tickets to the game. We can go to the game like tonight. And she was like, oh, that's great. Yeah, we'll go. And my uh, mother's boyfriend at the time, who is a native, he's a Pomona native, obnoxious Laker fan. Also... <laughs> Not my dad. And so I was annoyed by him. Like, mm -hmm. and he's actually a great guy. He became my brother's dad, and he's done great things with him. But he he wasn't mine. He wasn't my dad. And I didn't like him around. I was like, who is this dude? Like, I don't want to be here with this guy. Like, I could go back to Mississippi. But he was here, and he just roasted the Clippers. The whole time, just made oh, fun man. of you going to go to the Clipper game, man. Clipper game. Blah, 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 blah. Billy Joel got more <laughs> banners than the Clippers. <laughs> just talking. I'm like, shut up, man. I don't care. And I'm like, you know what? Just to spite you, I'm going to be a fan of this team. Yeah. They'll win one day. Yeah. And 20 years later, I'm still waiting. Right. Yeah. But and uh, you still and you still see this guy? This uh, I, I do still see him. Uh, he is not my stepfather, but I do still see him. I do still talk to him. He sent me a, uh, after the championship day. He called me like five times. He would not stop calling <laughs> until I answered the phone. And he's obnoxious. He's obnoxiously awful. Mm -hmm. um, I'm like, you're the reason I'm, I'm a fan of this team. You know right. that, right? I did this to spite you. Yeah. How's that working out for you? Blah, 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 blah. Yeah, yeah. You still lose that conversation. You're fighting a conspiracy theory guy, yeah, basically. Exactly. <laughs> um, I will say, I'm kind of like Jimmy, the way you are with the the Cubs, because Jimmy's a White Sox fan from the south side of Chicago. But like, I, I, I wish the Clippers success. Like, if it can't be the Lakers, I would love to see the Clippers win it. Like, that, that'd be exciting for the city. And, and, like, because of their history, it would be an incredible story for them to, to go from all the way on the bottom years ago, all yeah. the way up to the top. It'd be great. You, you're one of very few to say things like that. When y'all were bad for the past 10 years, everybody jumped the ship and went to the Warriors. Yeah. And I was I like, you have another team in your city. <laughs> yeah. Why are you, why, we don't, we don't, like, yeah. we don't coexist with the, we don't get along with the Bay Area. <laughs> exactly. We hate, we hate the Giants. So you gonna start rooting for the Warriors? Yeah. No, I'm not rooting for the Clippers. Anybody but the Clippers. Like that's so stupid. There's no rivalry. You guys have 85 percent of the fans in the city. There's no rivalry. <laughs> right. Let, Jimmy, what is the 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 vibe between Cubs and Sox fans in Chicago? Is it the vitriol that it is between Lakers and Clippers fans oh, here it's, now? It's it's horrible. People would uh, friends of mine would say it's a great day. White Sox won. Cubs lost. Yeah. And they would mean it. They weren't saying it to be funny. They they meant it. Uh, I, I, I always say, what are we, we're rooting for clothes. What do you, what, what do you <laughs> yeah. you're mad at a guy for wearing that Jersey. If he got traded to your team tomorrow, you'd go, he's a white Sox player. Now he's the best. Like, yeah, um, they did that this year. We, we lost Trez to the Lakers this year and Laker fans. I got 15 messages being like, hell yeah. I was like <laughs> two weeks ago, you were telling me that Trez was trash and he was the reason that we got put out of the play. Right. Now you happy that he's there? Yeah. Just cause it makes y'all mad. Like, it don't make us mad. He was the reason we got put out. Like <laughs> yeah, he was bad. It's stu it's stupid. I don't get it. And and I like Matt said, I'm the same way. It, like when the Cubs were in the World Series, I you know was watching it as if it was my favorite team in the world. I uh, I, I love it. I just uh, who cares? You know. Yeah. It's, uh, that said, White Sox are my squad. Cubs are second. Dodgers third. I'll run it down for you guys. I'll all thirty for you. Uh, <laughs> Tampa Bay is seventeen. Of course, we know that. The Cincinnati eighteen. What if I really listened? If they'd be sad and pathetic. Uh, all right, Carl Tart is here. Noted Clipper fan, uh, uh, Laker hater. Uh, again, Sterling apologist. Uh, let's go around the horn. Let's check in with everybody. Um, let's get to Oliver's. Uh, let me give you the. Let me give you the topic for Oliver's mm. trivia question. Matt, you got a little bit of music here? Yeah, I do. 
Alvin's question is on its way. Alvin's question is here to stay. And Matt will probably get it right. That's not okay. All right, there we go. There's the, uh, the Oliver's trivia question uh, theme song that uh, was a little low in volume. I assume uh, the people. I, I, yeah, I tried to turn it up, and it, it didn't didn't do anything. I don't know what's going on over here. But people, when people hear it back, they're going to hear it. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, loud and proud. I apologize right? to, to to you guys, but. Uh, uh, well, I just don't, I, don't, I don't want Carl to think that we don't have a volume knob on this. I don't know why it got quieter. That was going. That was supposed to be the louder one. Remember that guy sent us a new one because his old one was too quiet. And then. This yeah. Was, well, the, the balance was better. We could we could hear the we could hear the right. vocal over the yeah. over the music. That was the that was the key. Yeah. Elliot, if I may, with your new toupee and that uh, button uh, down shirt that you're wearing, you look like a gigolo today. <laughs> oh, I would take that like as you a compliment. should be out uh, selling your cock for dough. <laughs> I mean, if you think if you think somebody would buy. Uh, I'm not your front man. I'm not your hype man. You go out and drum up your own business. I, look, as I understand it, uh, it it's difficult for a pimp. That's how they say it, right? <laughs> yes, that is the song. Difficult. Yes, it's difficult it in this difficult in this area. <laughs> when he's trying to pay his mortgage, there you go. So, so I'm not I'm not doing that part. I, I need somebody to handle handle the business side, and you seem to be offering. Well, here's my question. For, this is completely off topic, and we'll get to Oliver's question here in two seconds. But the uh, did you tell us this? Did you did you just invest in a bunch of button down shirts because you, you you've been wearing okay. them a lot lately? So so the short of it is. We haven't had uh, washing machines in our building for a week now. Oh. That's the short of it. <laughs> okay. What, what, how, how were we supposed to act, uh, react to that? You, you paused as if Carl was going to take his headphones out and throw them around his room. Uh, well, so, and, uh, Carl, Carl, what you don't understand is there is no way for me to tell a story the right way. <laughs> that, you, no, you, come on, Garen. You, you, that was all the key, bullshit that was, aside, all ball busting aside, you dropped that on us like it was uh, fucking breaking news and Wolf Blitzer was going to come in and follow it up. Well, I mean, if somebody took your, your laundry uh, equipment away from you and you couldn't do laundry for a week, what would happen to you, Jimmy? I would wear a pink button-up shirt. <laughs> I'm just saying. I, I, I've gone into the closet because uh, the uh, the T-shirts are, are dirty. I get you. By the way, you look great. It was thank uh, you. This was a long way went away for me to say thank you for dressing up for the show. And <laughs> yeah, uh, I was going to say caring, but it turns out you're not caring. You're basically uh, just not putting your pajamas on. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like J- Jimmy was literally trying, hinting that he wanted to buy some alone time with you. And you're, you're taking offense at it. I wasn't take. I, I didn't take offense. I, I took it as a compliment and, and as an offer to represent me. I am not representing anybody sexually. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. If, I'm sorry if, if uh, Matt's uh, accurate and I, I, I misunderstood your compliment, Jimmy. Uh, uh, no, he's not accurate. I'm not, I'm not offering to pay you for sex. Um, and of course, I believe that sex work should be illegal. All right, listen, we cover my political views for the day. Uh, here is Oliver's 13-year-old Oliver's uh, topic is initial reaction. Initial, initial reaction. Now, Carl, reaction. you're going to be uh, running oh, down your bet anywhere between zero and 25. Uh, uh, Carl, what I didn't tell you off the air is if you get this right, whether the answer correctly or the uh, the betting, if need be, you win $5, Carl. Yeah. You win okay. five bucks. Nice. Right, I know you're on a big shot TV show, but who doesn't want five bucks to go over to that KFC right uh, walking distance to your apartment? That KFC is now a Starbucks. Oh, oh. Hmm. which I'll probably go over there. I'm not a coffee drinker <laughs> and they <laughs> don't allow Black Lives Matter T-shirts, which I really don't care. But it also seems like so 
pointed. Like, it's like, wow. I don't care. You can have whatever you want at your business, but to only ban that one shirt, it's like, all right. Wait, hey, I, d- I had not heard about this. The, no, yeah, they, I. they said they said their employees couldn't wear. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, but that, yeah, yeah, that's still not cool. But I, th- <laughs> I thought you meant like customers, like a customer walking in the bed. Get the fuck out of here. Get the hot. <laughs> they pour hot coffee on the top. <laughs> yeah, rightfully yeah. so. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> this black lives matter. Black Joe. Black gold lives matter. Um, all right. Write down your votes or not your votes, your bets. Uh, let me read the uh, the answer or not the answer. The question. Hi, I'm Jimmy. Hello. I go to the program on a regular. Where are my glasses at? There they are. Um, all right. There we go. Now I can see. I just had to look at myself in the Zoom to make sure my glasses were on. That's how stupid I am. (laughs) (laughs) All right, here we go. Here's the question. Uh, Carol, uh, and I know the listeners are sick of me saying this. My son has horrible handwriting, so I try to figure out what he's written here best that I can. Uh, What are the most common initials on a standard three-initial arcade machine? Oh. Wow, that's a very specific question. That that is. What, the hell what is are that? the three? Nope, not three. Sorry. What are the most common initials on a standard three initial arcade machine? Huh. I don't even know what that means, and I like I video games. <laughs> it's like I, when you when you win and you put yeah. in your. Oh initials. oh oh yeah. So oh, the, the, the high Carol, score. Thank you. Yeah, I did not understand that part of it. Okay. Got it. Well, that's a good question then. Now I get that. Now that I understand the question, thank yeah. you, Carl, for not knowing anything about my son, but understanding this question better than his <laughs> own father did. Um, unless I'm learning here today that Carl is Oliver's uh, father. Oh my <laughs> I used to live in North Hollywood. There's a chance of this. Does that logic make sense? No. How tall is Oliver? 6'6"? Six, six? Uh, no, he's my son, so he's uh, very tiny. <laughs> very, very tiny. So yeah, that you know what? That, that alone, you're right, Carl. You've just answered the question. <laughs> um... Uh, what are the most common initials on a standard three initial arcade? And boy, that's a, I think there's two great choices there. Mm. Um, yeah, or, yeah, I could think of a third and then, yeah. I, I'm trying to think, I, I guess there are still arcade games that have that three letter, like when you get a high score, you punch it in. But uh, to me, that just makes me think of like old school games, uh, which like, you know, some places still well, yeah. have the old ones, but uh like, do do new games still have a like? Because you could have as many letters as you want now. Like that was a limit yeah. of the technology back in the old days. Well, I will Not tell you, as, as you know, Matt, my son uh, went on that uh, that Star Wars game show. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. and uh, what, what was that? Anybody remember what that was called? Uh, the t- Jedi Temple Challenge, I believe. Yeah, the Jedi yeah. Temple Challenge. Thank you. And, and uh, for making it, they received. It. Did I talk about this on the air? You didn't, so they, and I, I didn't know if you wanted to reveal this because, like, I, this this blew my fucking mind when you <laughs> when you sent me the picture of it. Here's what happened so they they uh, carol my son uh, oliver and his friend clementine were contestants on a star wars game show that was supposed to be on disney plus but it ended up living on the star wars kids youtube channel um mm-hmm. and it was this huge product like uh huge productions uh, the uh, uh ahmed best hosted the game show and uh, uh you know jar jar banks and so <laughs> they made it to the finals my son and his friend uh they did not win uh, so they, we ended up getting this package of, of, of uh, prizes. You know, they, you know, they didn't win the big prize, but they got this uh, prize package. So this prize package came and it was a bunch of different Star Wars things, a sweatshirt, a T-shirt, some other Star Wars things. It was like, oh, that's really cool. Uh, and then we, we assumed it was over. It's like, oh, that's great. He, he won the, that prize package. Uh, isn't that neat? That's neat. Oh, that was fun to do. So then a month later, 
Oliver gets a text from his friend Clementine saying, hey, did you get your mail today or did UPS come today? <laughs> and Oliver was like, no. And she's like, well, wait till you see what's going to come. And all of a sudden the doorbell rings and we look outside and there's a full size Star Wars arcade game <laughs> on our porch. Whoa. And we then had to figure out how to get that with me and my torn labrum and bad back. How do we get that to the garage? And uh, I then sent Matt the picture of, hey, look what we just put together. And uh, so I think, uh, so to that point, Matt, this game requires the three initials. I'm guessing that's where Oliver got yeah, the oh, got question. So here's a picture so, of it. Uh, there it is. I don't know if you can see. It's it's like a yeah. sit-down. Sit wow. It's the old Star Wars Atari game where it was like all like vector graphic where you're like yeah, doing the trench run. Sick. Yeah, it's that's so cool. That is. It's and it's going to the controller and everything. Yeah, it's the got the right one. It's, yeah, it's uh, so good. It's really, uh, look, I don't give a shit about video games. That's not my bag. But this thing is like bananas and 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 by the way full disclosure i tried to convince him to sell it let's sell this thing on craigslist and get this out of our lives and get a couple hundred bucks that's what i tried to do i'll, I'll, uh, I'll pay you if you if you're selling it for 200 I'll, I'll give it to you right now i i, I can't <laughs> i can't get this kid to bend on selling it for uh for full value yeah so uh he likes so it he's so, excited about it so i need to sweep around this in the garage every six months <laughs> um, anyway that's the thing we have this huge crazy we did not know this thing was coming yeah. and all of wow. a sudden we now have this amazing uh arcade game yeah. uh in our garage because oliver went on a game Super show cool. and didn't win i don't even what, what do you get when you win I, I don't, yeah, oh I think, man he's like a real right? x-wing probably <laughs> you think so <laughs> full-size x-wing yeah oh that's, you know, that's, uh, oliver says it's a, a a real lightsaber but uh that's not a thing <laughs> well yeah. uh, there is a dude on on youtube who who made yeah. a, a, an actual what we what you could call a lightsaber it is a a sword that has a some sort of a I don't even understand the, the technology of it, but it is a a light beam uh, strong enough and hot enough to cut through things. Yeah, it's a it's some kind of plasma torch. Yeah. And and it, it has this huge power pack on the back. <laughs> yeah. And so it's it's not it's it's got a wire connected to it. I think I know what you're talking about. It's got yeah, a wire yeah. connected to it to the power pack uh, and, the, and the gas pack that you have to have to do this. They I don't want a wired sword. Yeah. Well, look. Got to start somewhere, Jimmy. You got to start somewhere, Jimmy. <laughs> Carol, I hate I, to do this to you. What would OJ say about this? OJ, have any thoughts on this? Uh, you know, when, when, okay, so there was a wired sword, and I saw the guy who had it. This is when I ran into the hotel room in, in Las Vegas, and a guy was standing there, and, you know, me and my guys, we're, we're packing a little heat ourselves, and we run in, and the guy's standing there with a wired sword, and I look at him, <laughs> and I say, what are you going to do with that damn thing, Jack? You know, I, you know that thing, that you, you can't even chase me down the hall with that. <laughs> Give me back my jersey, man. <laughs> I'm just saying. Take care. <laughs> Love Take it. care. Love it. God oh, damn it. Man. Oh, I got in the car and texted my wife. That's how much I enjoy that. <laughs> um, uh, all right, we got our question. Uh, let me go around the horn. Let's check in with Garen Cockrell. He's over there at the uh, Never Not Funny Weather Desk in uh, North. Uh, nope, I'm sorry. Uh, the Tri Corners. He's in the Tri Corners of uh, Valley Glen, Van Nuys, and Sherman Oaks. Uh, sponsored, of course, by PopCultureBeast.com. Garen, hello. Hello. Now, Garen, I noticed you're wearing your Garen's Lot t-shirt today. I am. You guys can't see it because I'm a sloucher, but... And uh, these are available. If anybody wants to buy that uh, to help you pay your rent, uh, you have a uh, there's a page for that or something, right? How do they do that? Uh oh. Oh no, Jimmy froze. Oh, did I freeze? Oh, you're back. Yeah, you're back. You're back. Now you're the back. the listener probably heard you, but uh, we did not. Oh, he's frozen again. And you're frozen again. Really? Yeah. Now you're back again. <laughs> 
Uh, I'll just say it. The, the t-shirts are available at lemoniceteas.com. Uh, that's Mario DiGiorgio's website. Mm-hmm. Um, we did not put a link to it on our site because we don't care that much about Karen. <laughs> oh, it's not sanctioned. That is not sanctioned. We're not funny uh, merchandise. It's very comfortable. It's a great shirt. So if you're uh, interested, please buy one. Uh, am I back? Am yes, I, uh, you are back. Seems like it. Were we frozen for you? No, you guys, I could hear everything and see everything you guys were doing, uh, but I knew something was up because I was talking and nobody was reacting to anything I had to say. <laughs> Uh, yeah. What I said was, and maybe maybe it's not good that you heard it. I was saying uh, I'm burning this all down. You guys are all fired. What? Oh, did, oh. did you hear any of that? Oh man, I, I, I no. I'm sorry, Jimmy. We couldn't hear you. What, what were you saying? Zoom related. I'm getting a whole new cast and crew, guys. Okay. No, I can't. Matt, are you hearing anything that Jimmy's saying? I can't hear a thing he's saying. I, I want a yes and your thing, but uh, I did hear it, and I'm very disappointed. This is going to ruin my Christmas. No, I mean, uh, did we upload this one? This seems like we should just. Oh, I could just edit it out, and then it's like it didn't happen. Yeah, it never happened. still happened, guys. It's still. No, well, it, it, nope, didn't happen. Yeah, Matt, you have all the power. So anyway, Garen's got this great new shirt, and uh, look for it at lemoniceteas.com. Uh, help Garen pay his uh, rent. Garen, what you do? Anything going to happen over the weekend, Garen? I, I, Carl, Garen works at the Barnes & Noble in Studio City. Did you okay. have to go in uh, at all, Garen? Yeah, I went in uh, uh, Saturday, and it was hopping oh, it was busy huh yeah yeah it's uh, yeah i was so much so that i was getting like anxious mm-hmm. it was like there's there's too there's too many people here uh, it, it's, it's i thought it's, there was a limit to how many people they were letting in the store there is and but, they were, but they were all in for, uh, capacity, uh, capacity yeah and it's it's and then they were clumping and i'm it, it, it just it just get it just making me. You mean they were talking about that Eddie Murphy movie? <laughs> <laughs> yep, yep. Back Lee, back Lee. Wear a mask. Now you you guys wear shirts that say "Book Lives Matter," right? <laughs> no, believe it or not, we're not allowed to. Oh, okay. That's yeah, a shame. I mean, yeah, it's like, come on. Yeah, this is their business. Get on it. Um, uh, Garen, any? Uh, we haven't done a celebrity sighting in a while on this program. Are, are any celebrities out shopping it. during this? Uh, that's the thing that they'd be, they're masked. So it's, mm. unless they've got some popping eyes, Jimmy, that you're familiar <laughs> with, we wouldn't, well, I wouldn't know. That's You know what? You bring up a good point. Uh, the other day uh, we were out, we were putting up the Christmas decorations in front of the house, Oliver and I, and a neighbor went by with her dog. And I see this neighbor all the time and she's like, Hey, Merry Christmas. Hello. And I said, hello. And, uh, because we were in our front lawn, we did not have our masks on. And, uh, but she was across the street. And so we had a, a very lengthy conversation, this woman and I about the neighborhood and so on and so forth. And so then yesterday I'm out for a walk and I have my mask on and she and her husband walk towards me and I go, Hey, hello. And they go, good morning. I just kept moving. <laughs> and I'm like, it's me. The guy we just had yesterday had a conversation for three. <laughs> uh, anyhow, the point is this, Garen, uh, it's hard to recognize people. It, it is. And you know me, that. I'm good with spotting a celebrity. I know you are. Yeah. But you know, not yet. Not yet. Anyway, we'll see. What if it was Bella Lugosi? You could probably know, recognize him from just his eyes, couldn't you? <laughs> oh yeah. I mean, he's gonna have that little point, you know. Plus, he walks <laughs> right? around like this, so you, think, you know. You think he walks around as a vampire? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Why not? He doesn't have a mask. He just uh, he just pulls his cloak yeah, over his face and walks around, vampire style, Dracula. Yeah. Keep six feet. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, Garen. What else is going on? Anything? Uh, no, no. Just hanging out. Started writing new book stuff oh congratulations i'm watching a lot of naruto which is an anime Mm -hmm. that i've currently completely fallen in love with but that's you know it and working i have to work when we're done with this oh boy you go in today Mm -hmm. huh what time do you start today start at 3 30 
three. Okay. Mm. I don't. Know. I should. I want to check that out. <laughs> <laughs> I just get there early. Check. You don't. Uh, really have late. By the way, this is the first I'm hearing that that's how you pronounce Naruto. I thought it was Naruto, but uh, I'll take your word for it. They probably say it on the show, which I've never watched. Yeah, it's. I said it wrong for the first fifty episodes. I was just like, I don't even remember how I said it, but it's Naruto, which okay. I've been corrected multiple times. Oh dear, <laughs> who are you talking? By the about? way, I start working at twelve thirty. Oh, oh, Garen. Oh, you're is that accurate? Late. Oh, Wait. I'm no, I'm not. It's I start at three. Uh, <laughs> he got you, didn't he? You trickster. You yeah. there. He, uh, he, he Lucy. Uh, he Lucy footballed you. <laughs> he did. A, he did a little bit Lucy football me, and I believed him. Hmm. My yeah. acting skills are getting a lot better in this quarantine. <laughs> sure. Well, you're, you know, you get to practice with the Zoom on a daily basis. Uh, daily. Um, Garen, do you have a guess on this question here? Uh, I do. I'm going to go uh, this the silly route. I think there's a lot of uh, gamers out there that think they're funny. Yeah. So they're going to put in their A-S-S in that three initial section. Yeah. <laughs> Every yeah. time I see it, I laugh. Humor. <laughs> it's funny. Uh, but if you think of that as a kid doing it, then it makes you feel better. And then you mm-hmm. go, you know what? There's a kid that thinks that's funny. But if you see a grown-up adult do it, you <laughs> want to kick him right in that ass, don't you, Garrett? <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> Take that foot of yours, ram it right up their keister. Uh, all right. Well, Garrett, we wish you a lot of luck with this. We wish you a lot of luck at your uh, your shift at the Barnes & Noble today. Thank you, sir. Uh, again, if you're in this uh, the Studio City area, stop by the Barnes & Noble on Ventura Boulevard. Say hello to Garrett. Get as close Come as possible. He seems to be very comfortable with that. <laughs> giving out, I'm giving out hugs. Uh, Garen, do they, this is uh, the last question, then uh, I, I will move on. Uh, does Barnes & Noble provide any sort of mask or shield? They give you masks if you need it. I thought, well, you know what? I'm going back to work. I'm going to, you know, have a variety of masks. So I bought a different set of masks to wear. I see. Probably shouldn't have done that. Um, but you know what? I, I was i didn't want to brag about this it seems it seems bragatory but the other day someone came into the store that wanted to buy this book the ready player two that just came out mm-hmm. and he found how much it was and he was like that's ah, too it's too much I, I don't i don't have it right now i'm gonna come back later when i can get it i'm like that's you know that's weird so he left and i'm like read me up for that book so i bought the book for the dude i chased him outside gave him the books like merry christmas yeah. Yeah. pay it forward that's nice Flex on us, King. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it just it felt nice to like you know just yeah. do something good for you, Garen. That's this very nice. That's a nice yeah. thing to do. Very nice. Funny. Funny. It's also a little bragatory. I have to agree with yeah. Garen. I know. And I kind of I kind of want to brag about it because there's so much negative and yeah. bullshit going on. And I'm like, you know what? I'm going to do something. And I'm not innocent of bullshit and negative shit myself, and saying shit a lot apparently, but. <laughs> You know, I thought it was a nice thing to do, and I kind of—I didn't want to say it because someone, maybe someone else, will get inspired to do something. Buy someone's coffee, buy someone something, just do something nice. Do you think there's all that negativity when you go to your landlord and he says, "Where's my rent?" and you say, "I can't make it because I had to buy a book this month." <laughs> oh, you know what? Maybe I—you know—I was paying it forward. Someone needed a book, I bought it for him. Let me get you next week. <laughs> hey, did you say they, they did? A, they, they mentioned on SNL that whole thing at that Dairy Queen where 900 people in a row paid for the car behind them. Yeah. That was crazy. That's, that's crazy, right? How does right. how does that start? How does that happen for nine hundred times? Yeah, eight hundred ninety nine yeah. times. Like, is it, is it just that the like the person says, "Hey, you know, the last person paid for the person," and then they, oh, I guess that's how it is because they say, "Hey, you don't have to pay because the person in front of you paid," and then that person says, "Oh, I'll pay for the next person," and then it just right. keeps going, I guess. But that's and uh, it kept going. Yeah, that's crazy, right? It is. I, I, mm, I hate to to 
to be the guy that I always am. But doesn't that just end up that you paid for your own at that point? <laughs> yes, except for two people. <laughs> of course it does. The people, the, the person at the beginning and the person at the end. Right. Yeah. I mean, it's right. still, yeah, it's it does, still. It doesn't snake it, around. You could, you could, you could just go, thanks and drive away. Yeah. You could be that asshole. Yes, you could. <laughs> and then, and then that, 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 then there's a story of 12 people paid for some food. <laughs> right. Right. Uh, I had that happen to me once in a drive through where I pulled up and they said the guy in front of me paid for it. And I didn't, uh, I didn't know what to do. And there was nobody behind me. So I just took the food and went. Oh, mm. well, not, but now you know was, that you just, I guess if there's no one behind you, you can't do it. But, you, it, what right. but I guess I could have just said, hey, here's some cash for the next guy. I could have done yeah. that. Or, or for that person, because yeah. that person is just going to put that cash in his pocket. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Well, yeah, I chased that was, person uh, down. I chased that person down who paid for me and go, so what you saying? I'm broke. I got money. I got money. Don't, don't try to act like I ain't got no money out here. Right. Um, I don't need your I did take it a little blizzard. personally. Yeah. I could see you taking it. Yeah, Jimmy, that sounds very you. That would be like, <laughs> it's like it's just finding a fence in something that's just a, a harmless gesture of. Uh, uh, something's up with that guy. I, yeah. Something's up with that. He looked in the bag and went, hey, that's the guy I recognized from the two lines on the army show. I probably should buy his meal. <laughs> that's right. I picked my first credit, the army show. Yeah. You're welcome, everybody. Deep cut. Very deep cut. And, and by the way, may have uh, may have multiplied my lines by two in that description <laughs> that I just gave. Yeah. Uh, hang on. Hello. Aloha, Mr. Whatever my name was. And I said, hello. And then I screamed, no. I believe those were my two lines. Hello. So there's no. there were there's two sentences technically because there's yeah. punctuation between those. So you got two lines. I, I may have I said, s- give me a car wash. I may have also said that. Give me a car wash. Uh, and then they said the car wash is closed. And I yelled no because I was very upset by it. Um, the premise, guys, was that they had the uh, they had young girls in uh, in revealing clothing doing the car washes, and so all of the uh, the weirdo men in town were going to get their car washes because they wanted to see the young ladies wash their car. That was a that was something on a sitcom uh, in my lifetime. It was allowed, mm-hmm. and I took the role and was happy to have it. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Uh, all right. A- ASS is Garen's guest. Let's go to the gigolo. Uh, he's up there in Palms, California, <laughs> oh, no. not too far from Carl Tart's uh, alma mater. All right. Yeah. Uh, mid- it was middle school, Carl, in Palms? Palms Middle School, but Hamilton High School, just not too far sure. up the street from there. Hamilton High School. Uh, yeah. a wonderful. My sister high school, went to right? Hamilton for a little while. Is that so right? where it happened. Yeah. That's where, you know, honestly, that is a lot of things. A lot of TV shows shoot there. I think Buffy the Vampire Slayer shot there. Um, a ton of TV shows. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I've. I wonder if they, so I did go to a performing arts high school. And it Where did, is, you, did you go to LACMA or whatever it's called? No, Hamilton. Hamilton's yeah, Hamilton, oh, Hamilton oh, is a dual school. It has a, it has a performing arts in the middle and a, the regular Hamilton on the rest of it. I wonder oh, if I they've see. done the musical yet, though, because they put on a musical every year. So mm-hmm. I wonder if they've done it yet. I've been you going think for a while. You think they'd be one of the first? Yeah, they should. Yeah. Get, they should get first dibs. Yeah, <laughs> they're. If I'm not mistaken, they are the uh, the Hamilton Yankees, right? Is that uh, their uh, Hamilton Yankees? Yep, Yank. Yank Squad is what we used to say. I was a, a athlete there, a multi-sport athlete, hmm. uh, and it was it was fun times, man. I miss high school a lot. I think that's where I peaked. <laughs> <laughs> what, uh, what did you play? I, Other, I, did you played uh, what the three-point shooting? I assume you played basketball. Uh, football, basketball, baseball, and track. Wow, and track and baseball. Ba- uh, track and baseball go at the same time, but I wasn't a runner. I'm not the fastest guy. I was a jumper and uh, threw shot put. And wow. and so wow. I didn't have to go to track practice. I went to baseball practice and just did and, the meets. Nice. And you did all that in addition to doing plays and, and uh, all that comes along with uh, at the performing arts side of it? 
I didn't do plays. I was in instrumental music. I played the saxophone. Mm-hmm. And oh. I was in, uh, you know, wind ensemble and uh, stuff like that. Jazz band, did mm-hmm. stuff like that. So we had occasional after school things, situations that go on. But that was a big uh, point of contention with my music teachers was my sports uh, mm-hmm. career. Because I was like, this is what I want to do. My mom wants me to play this dumbass saxophone. <laughs> I, I'm going to the NBA, sir. I don't, you, sure. I don't know if you ever heard of it, sir. I'm going to the NBA. What, not, do you still play saxophone? I haven't picked up a saxophone since high school, so it's been 12 years. Oh, uh, your mother. You're, bro- you're breaking your mother's heart, Carl. <laughs> she's fine. I got, I got I other know. stuff. I know how to DJ. I just bought, <laughs> all right. I, I just bought a bass. Uh, so I'm, I'm I, I have a base right over there in my corner of my uh, office that is uh, covered with about 19 inches of dust. I have. Uh, uh, I'm going to learn how to play the bass over the pandemic. He says, never touching it since March. Uh, what kind of bass did you get, Carl? I got a Jag uh, Squire Black Jaguar or something like that. It's Wonderful. over there in the back. That's a Fender product. Yeah, I, it looks. Tough. I, I just wanted a black one, and uh, I got it. So I got <laughs> to right. get, get the other stuff for it and I'm going to teach myself. I still play the piano. So that my mom is okay with that. Oh, cool. All right. Good for you. At least you, at least you have uh, some skills going in. I, I have nothing with this bass. I bought it and uh, <laughs> it is also black. It is a, uh, it's an Ibanez and um, boy, it looks good in the corner. looks like a nice piece <laughs> of art. looks great. looks fantastic. Uh, uh, Elliot, uh, you're up in, as I mentioned, in Palms, California, not mm-hmm. too far from uh, Hamilton High. Correct. Uh, what uh, what's going on over the weekend over there? Anything with the city council or anything we need to know about? No, but I will I will tell you this, and I and I, I want to um, I wanted to make sure that my friends knew before I told the rest of the world. Oh, I have dry, I have dry eyes. <laughs> oh, oh Jesus! Thank you, my thank God. you, Elliot, for the, um, uh, the 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 other. It's been happening a, a bit lately where I feel like somebody has been pouring cayenne pepper into my eye. Jesus! Oh, you really? You, you, oh, you're not doing a bit. You're serious. I, I am serious. Uh, but I thought I'd do it as a bit because it's not that big of a deal. But um, I was like, what the heck's going on? Like, am I eating something wrong or whatever? I finally looked it up. And apparently, like, there's two kinds of glands in your eyes. There's the tear glands and there's, like, regular sebaceous glands. And if your sebaceous glands aren't doing their job, then all you get are the tears. And uh, that that burns. Let mm. me just tell you. So mm. I... I, I supposed to do like hot compresses or something is supposed to help or whatever but uh it was it was one of those things where it was like this this can't be this can't be right this can't be a thing but, uh so boy. when they talk about burning eyes it's not just like oh i have some bur-. no 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 your eyes are on fire like somebody's poking you with cayenne pepper fingers Ugh. elliot wow. i i encourage you and i i implore yeah. you to to take it seriously i mean jennifer aniston has public service announcements on a regular <laughs> basis about dry eyes so Please just take care of your eyes. Also, by the way, Sebaceous Clans is my drag name in case anybody wants to come see me uh, perform. That's uh, weird because I go by. That's my favorite Star Wars character. Sebaceous Clans? Yeah, he was in Jabba's I wonder if it's on Oliver's arcade game. <laughs> yeah, probably. I'll, I'll, I'll check that out. Well, well, Elliot, I'm sorry to hear that you're going through that. Uh, that yeah, sounds, it's not a big uh, deal, but it's, it's uncomfortable. It's uncomfortable. Uh, I'll survive. I'll be fine. You're going to be fine. Uh, yeah. Uh, thank you. I appreciate I, your concern. I, well, I am. I, by the way, I was right in your neighborhood yesterday. I went over to uh, Mama's uh, Pizza and Pasta, got ourselves some mm-hmm. uh, takeout over there. Uh, they were very busy, and uh, 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 I just always think about you because that's where we voted for you for city council, right there. Oh, and by the way, if I do run again, which I haven't decided, you will not be able to vote for me next time. Right. You told us. That. And by the way, make no mistake, I wasn't going to, not after what you've done this year. <laughs> yeah. There was no way I was going to vote for you in your platform. Very precise. You let me down. 
Have they erected my monument on the corner of Palms and Glendon yet? Uh, uh, no, no, no. Uh, we sh- so you didn't do your job. <laughs> right. I would say as a councilman, you should have got that done, Elliot. Yeah. I mean, I, I, you know what? I, I, I will say that we did get some utility boxes painted, but uh, none of them have your face on it. Ugh. Carl, do you want to do something about that? Yeah. I got a baseball bat. <laughs> right? No. I'd imagine you're also maybe throwing some eggs is involved. Throwing, some, throwing yeah. a few eggs. That seems Hit, like a throwing them up in the perfect. air and hitting them with the baseball. <laughs> that boy, right? You got the skills. Oh, I hadn't really considered that that would be a good method. But what, no, that would be a bad method. Kind of just gets you messy. Bad. Yeah, yeah gets you more yoked up. <laughs> yeah, you get a little bit yeah, of it. You get a little bit. Just <laughs> sure. Carl, I got a question rabbit. about the, the the athletics at Hamilton because I, I, you know, the research we've done for Oliver going into high school is, uh, you know, the uh, the performing arts side of it. They've also got uh, the STEM uh, yeah. plan over there. They got a great. Uh, 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 are the uh, the athletic teams good over there at the Hamilton High, or are they a bunch uh, of uh, actors uh, trying to play sports? You know what? That was that used to be the the stereotype of Hamilton. It definitely is not the most uh, the most well known for sports, but there have been a couple championships since I've left. Like football's won the city championship twice since I've left. Oh wow! They dropped down a division. We were Division One when I was there. They've dropped down to Division Two, so they're playing against smaller schools, newer schools, and stuff like that. Which is, you know, we when we heard it, we were kind of like, ah, come on, don't do that. Like, <laughs> right. but you play in a league with uh, Fairfax and Westchester, who who are always very good basketball schools, mm-hmm. like like two top in the nation schools. Like when I my senior year, I played against dudes who are like still in the NBA right now. Oh wow, Jeez. yeah. And uh, so it, it it's not known for its sports. But if he wants to play sports, he'll have a good time. Oh, he does not. No, he does not. He, uh, <laughs> yeah, I was wondering why you were asking that. Because you, I was well, because you know, because again, sports does not come up in the tour. Yeah, or or maybe they just see my son's height and they go, "Well, we don't have to worry about sports." This kid. Uh, you know, uh, oh, here's where the books are, young man. You know, that's kind of the the tours we got. I do recommend the the Performing Arts Academy so much. Like, yeah. especially I don't. Some people say, "Oh, I'm gonna send my kid to private school or whatever." Private school sucks. Uh, you get a real taste of life when you go to Hamilton High School. I'll tell you why. Because <laughs> you're going with some of the poorest kids and some of the richest kids. I always mm-hmm. tell this anecdote. I, was like, I went to high school with a kid who was legitimately homeless. Like his, like they were in like sleeping in their car or like sleeping at shelters and things. Like his, my football coach like had all the kids because he was on the football team with us. And the coach one day was like, hey, if you see anybody making fun or if like cause his mom would like come and like collect bottles and cans and stuff at on campus and they would be like, if you see anybody making fun, like put a stop to it, go help her. And we, we, we would like we would like bring cans and stuff and like help like and we anybody was saying anything like, oh, my God, that's so and so's mom. But we'd be like, don't like dead that. And also right. with the high school is Shia LaBeouf. <laughs> oh, my oh God. recently canceled Shia LaBeouf. Yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah. He was there. Boy, that is, that, that is the gamut. And But you know what? The thing about that, uh, the performing arts side is that a, a gazillion people apply to it uh, yeah. each year because of uh, its uh, reputation. Um, so uh, it's a great school. But I will, t- I will certainly tell Oliver that. Uh, yeah. he's, uh, He'll have a great time. Uh, well, if, if we get in, you know, it's a, it's a lottery system. So it's a roll of the dice. Cause Let me we don't talk live, to my uh, boy Elliot real quick. You know, <laughs> oh, that's not, you know what? Grease that's a, a good call. Wheels, All yeah. of a sudden, I have, a, I have an office there in uh, Palms, don't I? <laughs> <laughs> I got the Never Not Funny uh, Auxiliary Office. The uh, video department is in Palms, California. Certainly, I could use that address <laughs> that to get is, my kid yeah, into school. That's, that's um, Elliot, do you have a guess on this question here? Well, I, I will admit uh, that uh, Garen's answer was the first thing I had written down. And uh, had nobody, had, had he not said it, 
again, I would have probably used that. But since he did, uh, I'm going to go with my second thought, uh, which is AAA. Mm-hmm. AAA. All the way across. Yep. Uh, and I think nobody will find this interesting, but when I was in high school, we had a uh, uh, pole position game. And uh, what I would do is I would just spin the wheel and then you, you hit the, the gas yeah. pedal to get the things. And right. one time it came out ZRO and I thought that's that's cool. So I'm Zorro, which also could read a zero. So, oh, oh yeah, that's how I took it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. But uh, but to this day, if I'm at a three, if I'm at a three character machine, I will put the ZRO in just because I, I, I thought it was I thought it cool. Wow. Mm-hmm. You're like the Banksy of arcade games. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Leaving your mark everywhere you go. Yeah. Love it. Uh, all right. Well, we wish you a lot of luck, Elliot. It sounds great. You look great today. The hair look, Thank the you. new hair looks great. <laughs> Are you coloring it? Is there something? No. What's going on? No. I, I don't do, I'm not that vain. <laughs> I brushed okay. it for your benefit because I'm a professional and I want to make sure that I appear on camera at least like I didn't just come out of bed. Well, you look but, great. Uh, you look you look more alive than ever, and I wish you with your uh, with the, you servicing the older uh, lonely ladies. Um, <laughs> Everybody uh, needs Matt, love. Matt, you have a Jimmy. guess on this? I do. I, I, Elliot uh, was thinking the same way I was thinking. I also said AAA. Um, it seems obvious to me that uh, most people don't give a shit about leaving their initials in a video <laughs> game, and so they just press the first buttons or the the first thing that comes up there. Um, all right, Carl. Uh, do you have an answer on this? Uh, my first one was also AAA because I didn't know how to do it. Like I, you would push the wrong button and then it would just go to the next screen. Like shit, right. ah, I didn't work with it. Ah, but I, it. because they because they did it, I will go uh, CAT, oh. uh, and oh, I'll cat. I'll be a little uh, egotistical because my initials are CDT, but my dad, who's also called, is CAT. Hmm. And so all right. And your dad's great with video games? Is that the, the problem? Uh, nah, he probably has never played video games. Uh, <laughs> well, I guess he has. He grew up in the Pac-Man era. But sure. uh, now I'm going to go see AT. Right. Why do I have a feeling my dad, I'm the same age as your father. Why do I have that feeling <laughs> my dad that, is, that uh, much younger than me? My dad's 51. <laughs> yeah. Wow. I'm, I'm almost as old as your dad. Yeah. Jimmy, you're 43. Don't worry about it. You're 43. <laughs> Is he frozen? Uh, he's, he's frozen in a different way. Psycholo- Let it go, Jimmy. Psychologically frozen by that information. I don't, I don't know how to take the information that Carl Tart's father is younger than I am. Yeah, I don't know how to comprehend that. I don't know how to. My brain just froze. Dude, we're old. I mean, oh, you're old, especially. Lord, but. this kid's a child. We have a child on the show this week. Yeah. To be fair, I, my parents had me really young. They were two frisky teenagers in Mississippi where there ain't nothing to do but fuck. <laughs> <laughs> so they were they were kids. They were kids. Yeah. All right. My dad, oh boy, that makes me feel better. My dad ruined his life. Early. <laughs> oh, this just got sad. But now his son is a successful television writer. I know. I bought go. him a truck. Nice. <laughs> did you, did you get your dad a truck? I'm going to. Don't tell him. He doesn't. Okay. He doesn't listen to podcasts. Okay, he doesn't. Know. He loves this yeah. show. Loves it. He said, "When are you going to get my son on?" I've been getting those emails for six yeah, years. Yeah, he keeps writing in. Yeah, and um, then he just signs it CAT, and we're like, "Who the fuck is this guy?" <laughs> yeah, who's this guy? <laughs> Garfield. I guess it's a cat. Why is Garfield writing this? Uh, all right, I'll give you my answer. Then we'll take a break, and we'll come back and reveal the answer. Uh, my, I, I'm torn between the AAA because I had that, of course, like everybody else. But I'm going to go with FUK. I'm going to go with FUK. <laughs> Uh, kind of that the same was, thing as ASS. Some kid thinking yeah, they're funny yeah, yeah. by yeah. putting fuck down on the video machine. And then they walk away and eat their ice cream and laugh. <laughs> so, uh, 
All right, Carl Tartz is here. We'll get to the, we'll get to the answer on this when we come back. Uh, we'll check in a little bit more with Carl, and then uh, uh, we'll get out of here and uh, we'll pretend uh, we'll all take a cyanide pill and pretend this never happened. We'll be back right after this. <laughs> what? No. Hey guys, Matt here with some dates for you. Carl Tart is on Instagram at dammitcarl, D-A-M-M-I-T-C-A-R-L. That's where to find him on social media. You can also see his work uh, as a writer on the new show Keenan that will be premiering this spring on NBC, I believe. Uh, please check it out when it airs. I can't wait to see it myself. It looks and sounds very good. And uh, Carl's just a, a delight. So um, support him wherever and however you can. Jimmy Pardo's doing stand-up comedy in the Flappers Zoom Room on December 18th, 7 p.m. Pacific Time show. Go to flapperscomedy.com to get tickets for that. And uh, also, Jimmy's Records and Tapes, the new season, is uh, the first episode is now up on our YouTube channel. Go to youtube.com slash nevernotfunny to subscribe and uh, click the bell for notifications if you want to know when new episodes drop. It'll be every Tuesday, I think, the uh, the episodes are going up. So And, and share that with a friend. That, those things are designed to be shared. Uh, anyone who you might think would enjoy uh, a trip down memory lane uh, through a vinyl collection with uh, 80s music and all that good stuff, share it around and uh, enjoy it yourself. Uh, finally, Elliot Hochberg uh, needs to get back to 1,000 followers on Twitter. I don't know what happened. I don't know why he dropped under it. it sounds dire. Uh, there's some sort of a contest happening. <laughs> I'm not really sure what's going on. But if you don't follow at Elliot Hochberg on Twitter, please go to Twitter right now and click follow on his profile. And maybe, just maybe, you will help him win something somewhere. Enjoy! Hey, whether you have a small business or a big business, we know that uh, finding the right crew to surround yourself with is not easy to do. Well, here's a way to make that a little bit easier for you. Thank you to our friends, Zip Recruiter. Zip, zip. ZipRecruiter.com slash Pardo is the way to try ZipRecruiter right now for free. Just head over there. You know what? Even if you're not hiring, go to ZipRecruiter.com slash Pardo. Check it out. It doesn't cost you anything. Just take a look at that. Just yeah. If you always had an idea of like, I, you know, I could I could start a small business, mm-hmm. maybe hire a couple of people. We could, you know get this thing off the ground. Get let's, let's make some widgets. Just go on there and see how easy it would be to hire the people you would need. What do you need? Like a an accountant? Mm-hmm. Uh, I do. You need a personal assistant? I do. You need a I, well, I don't know like a graphic designer maybe? I do. Okay. Well, wait. Are you are you starting a business? <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. What is it? I should tell you that. I, by the way, I have all three of those things. Yes. I said I do two, three things I actually do not need at the moment. <laughs> uh, but I am starting a business. I am selling bike chains. Oh. Strictly bike chains. Just the chain. Bikechains.com. Huh. It's my business. Are you manufacturing them yourself? I've got a team. Oh. Got a team of folks. Where'd you uh, find those people? ZipRecruiter.com. Uh, yeah. You went on. You said, look, I'm looking for yeah. metal. Metal. What are the, What's that called? A metal worker? Um, someone who ZipRecruiter knows how to find the people they that forge, for. they forge the the pieces that you then mm-hmm. put together into a chain. I got a, a nice group of kids out in the garage making these things. Okay, good luck. Um, good, good luck to you. And uh, by the way, if there is such a thing as bikechain.com, uh, I don't own that. So don't don't write the owner of that. That's your competitor. Thinking that it's me. What did I say? No, no, I don't know. I'm just saying in real life that's your competitor. Uh, yes. So do not go there. Don't, don't support him. Don't not go there. And do not send that person emails uh, <laughs> thinking that you're writing me and having fun. Uh, I don't even know if it's a real thing. Uh, it probably is. But it probably is. And you know what? I think i got to get into the bike chain game. Yeah, you do. Uh, the way to do that is through ZipRecruiter. If you're hiring, ZipRecruiter is the way to do it. Once again, go to ZipRecruiter.com slash Pardo right now to try ZipRecruiter for free. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. 
Uh, listen, this is you. You know this, uh, Belknap and and Hochberg and myself. We love the Factor meals. In fact, Garen Cockrell's gotten on board with the Factor recently. Yeah, he's into it. I we, mean, who wouldn't like it? And once you try it, you go, "Hey, this is good stuff." Once you Factor, you can't go back there. Yeah, it's like that old Yo Gabba Gabba song. Try it, you'll like it. I never was on board with Yo Gabba Gabba. <laughs> And nothing has changed as I've gotten older. Yeah. In the, in the imagine, 16 years since I've watched it, I've not gotten on board. I imagine it do, doesn't age well. It was very of the moment and very. I think it was hipster. very of the pre me. Like, I think it was hipster even prior to me. What? Like, before I had a kid. It, oh, yeah. It, it sure. was prior to Oliver's where. I don't, I don't know if it's even still around. I hope not. We don't have time to talk about it. <laughs> what's no, going on with you? We're here to talk about factor. Yeah. Although, you know what? Pop a factor into the microwave. Two minutes later, this baby's ready. Uh, you sit down, watch some Yo Gabba Gabba. <laughs> sure. Enjoy your factor. Yeah. Right? Get in there. Get the wiggles out. That's somebody else, right? No, that, oh, no that's get them. Get your sillies out. Get your sillies out. Yeah. Wiggles are another kid's thing. Yeah. And those guys, I got no, I got no truck with those guys. Good. Uh, they've got over 35 different meals, more than 60 add-ons to choose from every week. Various different, you know, look, if you want chicken, they got chicken. You want a beef thing, they got beef thing. You want to bump up to a to a gourmet meal, they got mm. filet mignon. Mm. They've got, uh, they, they had lobster the other day. Oh, my God. Oh, they got all this, all sorts of things over that. there. They got delicious things over there. Head to factormeals.com slash Pardo50. Use code Pardo50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That is code Pardo50 at factormeals.com slash Pardo50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. Factor, good food, fast. Hey, everybody, welcome back to the program, episode 2717, Never Not Funny. Carl Tart is here in the break. Carl was telling us that he uh, would occasionally listen to Never Not Funny way back when he was a child. When podcasting just started, he would listen to us and other podcasts and uh, uh, apparently just to make me feel even older is what he's saying. <laughs> I think that's why that came up. Um, Jimmy, you, you like a lot of, you know, I know a lot about the 80s. So, yes, I won't make you feel so old because I, I am fascinated with that decade. I was born in the last year of the decade and uh, I but I'm fascinated with it, like from the whole the whole 80s era. So I know a lot of useless facts. I know a lot about music from the from the decade. I know a lot about unnecessary stuff. Well, Carl, it so. sounds like you and I have to play seven. Uh, have to play sevens, our our in house game where we uh, talk about the eighties or eighties music. Uh, we'll play that uh, when we're done uh, at the end of this episode. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Uh, that is eighties related, and uh, what I just learned, Matt Belknap, in case you weren't listening, is that the year that I quit my day job to do stand up comedy full time, Carl Tart was born. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I went in and said to my boss, Jim Haldeman at MCA Records, I'm going to uh, be leaving in two weeks. I'm going to pursue stand-up comedy. Meanwhile, across the country, uh, little Carl Tart was coming out <laughs> and uh, being welcomed into our world. Yeah. <laughs> uh, when's your birthday, Carl? Uh, it's coming up, January 5th. January 5th of 1989. Yeah. All right, well, listen, 5th, I was still working at uh, MCA then, so uh, a little bit, six months later is when I quit. Yeah, when my mom graduated high school. I was at my mom's high school graduation. <laughs> did she bring you along yeah and my, i was up in the stands with my grandma wow yeah wow that's, uh and you're still close to it sounds like you're close with your mom just based on what your stuff you have said oh yeah 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 she's down the street she's over there by you she's in, yeah, yeah, yeah. in the same neighborhood oh yeah, yeah i wonder if i run into mrs tart or miss tart probably, does, you, does she go by mrs miss 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 hall is her name you know where simply wholesome is on simply slauson wholesome. and overhill no i don't the health food restaurant over there where are you in Baldwin Hills? We'll, we could talk about it off the air. <laughs> uh, I'm at I'm Obama and La Cienega, basically. Okay, so you're by the Target. Uh, yes. Just south of you, about two miles. Oh, great. Like yeah, La Brea yeah, yeah. and Slauson oh. area. I know exactly. Sure, of course. Yeah, uh, that's where she is. 
I go to the I go to the Home Depot oh, right by the there's a Wiener Schnitzel right there. Yeah, Wiener Schnitzel right there. Yeah, yeah. The oh, and that, guys, that's where that oh. car wash is that I told you about. Where somehow you go up a ramp, but then still end up on the on the street. <laughs> yeah. Ain't that crazy? Yeah. Right, right you Carl. Ne- and you never come down. Da- never you never come down. You never come down. <laughs> Yet somehow you come down. Yeah, it's the wildest. It's United Oil. Yeah, they took they built that thing for like eight years. It was closed for so long. It was just like an old bunk gas station there back in the day, and it was it took so long for that thing to be built. Yeah, they had, crazy. To, they had to make an optical illusion into a real driveway. That's why it took yeah. so long. Matt, I'm not kidding. It's the you think you're going up on a roller coaster and then you, you somehow don't leave the ground. I don't yeah. get it. Yeah, it's wild. So I'm, I'm looking at a picture of Simply Wholesome. This used to be like an old school diner, huh? Yeah, it was a car hop in the 50s. Nice. Well, I know where that's at then. Of course. Yeah. Yes, of course. Uh, all right. Here, uh, let me get the actual answer here for uh, Oliver's trivia question. And then we'll go around the, a little bit. Uh, so, all right, everybody's got their answer in. The actual answer is, and Matt, get ready with that new button. Get ready with that oh, new yeah. button. We got a new. I'll make sure it's, it's exciting. Uh, here we go. I'm guessing this is Oliver's. Uh, this is Oliver's um, uh, editorialization. Mm-hmm. I'm guessing most of you put swears as your answer, <laughs> but it's actually just triple A. Wow. A lot of kids just uh, want to get back to playing the game and don't care about it. Boom. We all had the answer. We all allowed Elliot to win. (laughs) No, no. I I also said it. Oh, you did say it. That's right, Matt. Oh, now, uh, Carl, this is exciting. It comes down to what what they bet then. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Elliot, what did you bet? Two-five. You bet 25? Yes, sir. Well... (sighs) Uh, I don't. I don't blame Carl for this, but it was the inspiration uh, in honor of Lamar Odom, former Clipper and also former Laker. Uh, I bet seven. All right, oh, no, I'm not seven. mad at you, Matt. No, uh, I know you're Elliot, not. That means you got five bucks coming to you. Yeah. Uh, my bet was in honor of Leslie Odom Jr. And, uh, <laughs> I was not going to throw away my shot. <laughs> <Wait. laughs> Hamilton related. Like this. Uh, cool. What would have happened if we had both bet twenty five? Yeah, that's a good question. I think you'd have to wrestle. <laughs> oh, I'm glad I didn't bet 25. Or do you just split the money at that point? I think I, I just think split the money at that point. Split yeah, the okay. money. Yeah, I, there's, there's no, there's no other, there's no tiebreaker. But uh, make sure we put those totes on the on the season board. Of course, um, <laughs> Elliot smells blood. He's like, I'm gonna get this one way or the other. I'm trying, uh, and, and and to be totally honest, like w- initial reaction, I thought I was gonna be like, what does scuba mean or something like that. Yeah, that's the thing. I didn't. I had no idea what the category meant, so I was like, I can't bet a lot because I don't really oh, know what's going on. See, here. it's a, it's a fun play on words, guys. Initial reaction. Yeah. yeah. Now I I had a sense it was gonna be about initials, but I thought it was gonna be like some government agency. Like, what is this? Right. Stand for or something, and that's I right up my alley. I thought it was going to be somebody's first impression. I thought it was uh, going to mm. be that mm. when I bet. All right, well, so, like uh, I played it before, but I don't think you heard it, Jimmy, because you were talking. Okay, go ahead. Uh, the, here's the here's the new outro theme from Daryl Asher for this game. Oliver's trivia. All right, there we go. That was nice it. And, <laughs> nice and quick and tight. <laughs> I like that. Uh, Carl Tart is with us. He's taking time away from the Keenan program. He gave somebody the virus so that he could join us. <laughs> um, uh, Carl, did you find out how this person uh, con- uh, contracted it? Con- Contra- yeah. Contracted. N- no, yeah. we didn't get any contract tracing, contact tracing, contract tasting, uh, contract tasting. We didn't, uh, we didn't get any of that. Uh, they just said that they got it and they shut us down and, uh, but it's, 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 it's only 10 days now that they shut down stuff. Right. It's not 14 anymore. 
And so, yeah, just had a little break. And it, but it was a week after I started. So Oh, Jesus. Like, wow. I haven't gotten it. And y'all were talking about people with masks on and, and, and greeting. The whole first week I was there, like, I worked, my office is in the production office. And the title is, you know, if you've written in the writer's room, you know, these the titles mean nothing. But I, my office door says, like, Carl Tart, writer, producer. And a lot of the PAs and people, I know we're all wearing masks and stuff, but I'll try to, like, make eye contact, say hello, and they don't talk to me. <laughs> and I was like, what is this? Why is nobody talking to me? Do I have bird shit on my face? Like, what is happening? And my friend was like, maybe they're intimidated. Maybe because you, you look like one of the bosses. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm not, though. My boss is still being like, no, that's not good. Do that better. Right? <laughs> but still, even if you were the boss, if you said hello to somebody, shouldn't that person say hello back? Like, I, there is that weird hierarchy in, in show business where the PAs feel they can't talk to anybody. Yeah. And that's yeah. insane. We're all human beings. We're all human beings. And now, to be fair, they'll, like, not make eye contact as I'm walking by. So it's, it would be weird for me to be like, hello, hello. Right. <laughs> but it's, it's, yeah, they... I just feel I'm like, hey, man, I'm like, we can all talk here. Like, this is the most human interaction I've had in months. <laughs> right. Like, let's let's get by the water cooler and gossip in our masks. Yeah. What would I, you I, gossip about, Carl? What's 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 on the hotbed in North Hollywood these days? You know, somebody got COVID. Oh, I mean, I'll tell you what's on the hotbed in North Hollywood. The next door app is always lit. Yeah. The police are not going to be doing their jobs anymore. Like after Gascon came in. Oh, the streets are going to be overrun with criminals. Um, and it says, uh, how's the art district doing during the, uh, the during the, uh, the breakdown here? Uh, it's pretty much open. I will say uh, I walk down the street. I get still go to my firehouse subs. Mm -hmm. uh, Dave's hot chicken is down there on uh, nice. Magnolia and Lancashire. That's always got a line out the door. I right. don't particularly care for that one. Okay. Uh, but Big Wang's is a little bit further. I go there a lot. They do a two for 10 uh, cocktails at night. And the best part about those is that you're taking them in a to-go cup when you're driving home. And you can sip out of it. So you're drinking and driving. You're, drinking, you're, you're breaking the law, Carl. Breaking the law. Breaking the law. It makes me feel like a rebel. I drive this 0.4 miles back to my house and I take a little sip out of my to-go cup because, you, mm -hmm. officer, you don't know what's in this. Well, the cops aren't doing their job from what I'm reading. Exactly. Yeah, because Gascon, they're looking at me like, go ahead. Take shots if you want to. We're done. Uh, is anybody else concerned that the that a character from Beauty and the Beast is now running that city? Is that uh, uh, <laughs> no one? No one polices like Gascon. No one polices like Gascon. Nobody polices <laughs> like Gascon. Am I saying his name wrong? The new I don't, I don't know, even know who you're talking about. I'm so I don't have I, I've not been paying attention to local. There's politics. a new DA, Jackie Lacey, yes. is no longer the district attorney. Correct. The guy's now his name is Gascon. I think. Okay. Oh I, yes. I, 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 yeah. I did not know that. And and, and I voted for Gascon. Oh, how'd it go, uh, Elliot? He won. Uh, he won. So, Your guy so won. Congratulations. Well. Yeah. By one vote. Can you believe it? Oh, <laughs> if I had if I had slept uh, on the vote, then uh, no gas gone. Or the uh, runoff, I guess, maybe. North Hollywood would be a safer place had you uh, voted the other way. <laughs> From what I'm reading on next door. These people are upset. I was like, wow, this is so scary that people who think like this live down the street from me. <laughs> uh, somebody yeah. on next door here yesterday said, I watched SNL last night. Why are they booing Bruce Springsteen? And oh, God. Like, 
They're not booing. They're saying Bruce. Bruce. <laughs> and then the person, to their credit, they went, oh, wow, I never thought of that. Thank you for answering me. At least they were nice about it. <laughs> sometimes that person will then get defensive because they feel stupid. Yeah. And then you then you watch that meltdown on next door. Right. We're like, no, I clearly heard it. It was boo. There was no R sound in it. Right. Yeah. Okay. Just, just back off. <laughs> um, I was a little disappointed, by the way, that Bruce Springsteen didn't do a classic song for his second song or Santa Claus is coming to town. Right. right. Yeah. Right. I, I, I thought I like I said, I always fast forward the music, but I did stop for a second to see if he did, if he was going to do uh, some something older that I would recognize. And uh, I thought the same thing. Yeah, it was a boy, a missed opportunity. I think that guy's going to suffer because of it. I think he's yeah, going to really have a tough go of it. He's really, he really blew it. His career is over. <laughs> they, they call him the boss, I found out at the internet. I did some Googling. They call him the boss. Mm-hmm. El Jefe. Never, never heard of the guy until the, this weekend. Apparently, he's got a, a lot of records out there. He probably cuts his whole band's checks. Like, <laughs> right? When they're like walking onto the bus, he's like, okay. <laughs> Hello. Great gig tonight. That a boy, Max. Nice stiff back. Way to yeah. do it. <laughs> I, didn't, uh, I, it, I know it doesn't mean anything because they're all getting tested constantly and everything's safe, but. It, it did freak me out a little to see him singing into the same microphone as Stevie Van Zandt. I don't like it that at all. weird, right? <laughs> I oh, agree Jimmy's with frozen that, Matt. Again. He is. Who I am? He's frozen no. in fear. Well, he's, he's worried about Stevie Van Zandt getting COVID. There he is. <laughs> I, I froze again? Yeah, Sorry about yeah. that. You're back. Yeah, you know what? I, uh, I think Oliver's got something going on with school, which is a little different today. So maybe mm-hmm. we get a little trouble. Uh, all right. Well, you know what, though? We're at the end of the show. Uh, I have one last question, though. Carl, you, uh, the talent that you bring to the table, have you auditioned for SNL yet? Is that something that uh, is in your uh, uh I, I've showcased. Uh, my my One of my best friends is there right now, Ego Wodum. She played. Oh, that's uh, great. Yeah. They're great. Dionne awesome. Warwick over the Dionne weekend. Warwick. Yeah, that so was good. a fun Fantastic. Sketch. Um, I've showcased a couple times, but you know, those showcases where they like come to UCB and they pick like 10 people to go up. I've done those and never gotten a chance to go to New York, uh, until this year where they finally requested me personally and was like, Hey, you want to see Carl Tart? And I couldn't do it because of contracts. Oh, Oh, yeah. But you're working. So, I mean, that's the upside of it is you couldn't do it because of something good. Yeah. Um, but if you are not, if you're without those contracts, will you reach back out to them and say, Hey, I'm free now. I'd love to come and visit. Is, is that a dream of yours to, to you do know that what? program? It, it was for a long time. And as I get up there a little bit and see how much money can be made just by sitting in the writer's room and going, what if he says, uh, <laughs> like, I'm kind of like, oh, I might, I might not, you know, we all grow older, but I used to have it as my phone background. Like it was what I wanted. Yeah, it was what I wanted. I did get the chance to be on the reboot of Mad TV, so oh, that was oh, wow. uh, that was cool. That was kind of close to it. I was like, oh, that's very close to it. A yeah. JV spot, you know, <laughs> <laughs> that was fun. Uh, but yeah, you know, it was always something that I wanted, and I definitely uh, a lot of my friends go, "You don't need that now. You don't need it." Uh, but I, I probably if they gave me the opportunity, I probably still would. You'd have like, to, right? Yeah, because, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me come out here. Yeah. Just growing up watching it, uh, you know, even my even myself, where I, you know, I don't have a sketch background, but if they somehow came to me and said you wanted, yes, you know, yeah. of course, it's 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 iconic, legendary. You'd have to yeah. do it, Carl. Yeah, yeah. Another cast member that got added this year. She's extremely talented. Uh, her name is Lauren Holt. She's like a generation under me at UCB, so that yeah. also makes you feel like, oh, I, <laughs> it's it over. missed me. Yeah. Like it's like, right. which that means nothing because it's not like. We graduate like we go to four year college at UCB and nobody has ever <laughs> been funny in their lives before they go there. Right. She's extremely talented, yeah. so she de- definitely deserved the job. But it was just like, oh shit, like yeah, like this, like they're getting younger. 
Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. <laughs> yeah. That well, yeah, that that Dismukes or however you say his name, he looks like he's twelve years old. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a hilarious writer. Is is that right? Yeah, Dismukes. Yeah, he's been there for a couple of years now. Oh, well, they just gave him a uh, the uh, the on screen uh, yeah. presence, I guess. Uh, all right, listen, Carl Tart has been our guest. We're grateful that uh, somebody got COVID so he could join us. <laughs> um, <laughs> I've been told that it was a mild case, so I can make that joke. Uh, I probably would have made that joke no matter what, quite frankly. Uh, <laughs> grateful that Carl's taking time away from shooting hoops and uh, you know putting the words in Keenan Thompson's mouth. When does that show premiere, uh, Carl? Uh, I wish I could tell you that. Okay. Uh, I don't. I have no clue. Yeah, but it, it'll be. I think it'll be a spring situation. Is it family friendly? Yeah, yeah. He he's a single father in the show. Right. I uh, think I speak for Matt Belknap and I. There's no question in our minds that we're going to watch that as a family show. Yeah. Yeah, it's a family show. It's very funny. It's going to be for Don Johnson's a part of it. Oh. Don Johnson plays his father-in-law who yes. lives with them. <laughs> uh, he's great. Very nice man. Uh, and uh, of course, Chris Red plays his brother, Kimry Lewis is there and uh it's it's a fun show i think you i think people are gonna really like it it really fits uh keenan very well and i'm right. happy to see him get an outlet cool. outside of you know he's been on snl yeah. for 16 years like it's right it's time for him to do something else or at least you know while still being on snl if he wants to but like <laughs> do get something else popping off it's it's a fun show about a single dad who works in uh morning television okay. and his wife was brutally murdered and, uh, no, I'm just playing. No, she, <laughs> she, uh, he is a uh, widow. He's a widow. She did pass uh, away. Got it. Does Don Johnson smoke those cigars around the set? <laughs> I haven't seen him doing it. Okay. But, you, uh, always see, you always see with that cigar these days. You ever see Don Johnson? Mm-hmm. I haven't seen him, but, you know, zones, you know. He's in the pink zone. So maybe, He's in pink? Maybe if I catch him outside of pink zone, we're outside because green zone is moving in a, a new uh, wall for the mm-hmm. set. Then maybe he'll be smoking a cigar, and I'll be like, "Hey, you know Jimmy Pardo?" He'll say, "No, no, I do not." <laughs> and then you go, "Well, he once binged Miami Vice all in a week eating grapes." You can tell him that story if you ever <laughs> want to share an anecdote with him. Uh, all right, Carl Tart's been our guest. Again, a thrill to finally get Carl on. He's so talented, so funny. You ever get a chance to see Carl do sketch or whatever take the opportunity to do so uh, uh, revisit those mad tvs you just spoke about uh i, I know i'm repeating myself but uh, that day after comedy bang bang and uh just was uh, it was the hardest I ever left to comedy bang bang and that's saying a lot considering you're with some of the best of the best on that program so uh, thank you so much so glad you were here carl thank you for joining us thank you for having me this has been a huge blast and a huge honor i really appreciate oh. it so nice to meet all y'all the rest of y'all yeah all right, all right don't run away we'll say goodbye to you off the air but on behalf of Sevens. We oh. promised a game of sevens. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, Carl, are you ready to play sevens? Let's do it. All right. So uh, I, I think uh, you want to do 80s or 80s music? Let's go 80s music. Okay. 80s music. The premise here, Carl, is there are seven things. I'm going to give you clues on seven things. We have seven seconds to get each one. The faster we get each one, the more points we get. Okay. All right. And we're doing it via Zoom. So who knows how we're going to do. But let's give it a try. Here we go. Jimmy and Carl. 80s music. Here it comes. Starting now. Three... Two, one. Uh, 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 can't. Uh, oh shit! Ah, damn! I locked up. Hang on. Start over. <laughs> start over. Start over. That's not a good. Not no, a good okay, start. before we, before we, uh, am I guessing songs or artists or? It could whatever. be songs. Could, could be artists. It could be okay. albums. Okay. Uh, by the way, the one I locked up on was Tone Loke uh, because I tried to do an impression and then I realized that was going to be a big mistake. <laughs> so, uh, oh, funky. Cool. Medina. Medina. Wow. Is he, did he go, let's do it? Was that? Yeah. Uh, yeah. 
Yeah. Let's do yeah, it. See, I was going to do that, and then I realized that doesn't help anybody, and then I just panicked. See if I'm going to do the All right, so we got 38 thing. points. That's a strong showing. By the way, I think that album also came out the year Carl was born. Yeah, that was 89. Looked wow. after dark. Nice. This guy knows the 80s. All right, here we go. Here we go. Let's do it again without me panicking. Uh, three, two, one. Here we go. Uh, seasons change. They were three female singers. Uh, uh, Wilson uh, Phillips. Uh, nope. Next one. Um, did, uh, uh, the police, their big hit uh, about stalking. Who's going to drive you home? No, the police. That's the cars. The <laughs> oh, oh, shit. Uh, Everyone uh, thinks she doesn't magic. Uh, all right. Next one. Uh, Sticks, uh, their big hit about a, uh, a mechanical person. Uh, Mr. Roboto. Yes. Uh, Madonna's big hit about uh, she doesn't have sex. Uh, like a virgin. Yes. Uh, Phil Collins band. Uh, Oasis. I mean, Genesis. No. <laughs> yes. Uh, Aerosmith. Uh, you're having sex in a thing that brings you higher in a building. Love an elevator. Yes. Uh, Brian Adams. Uh, not winter, not fall. Uh, Spring. Everything. Uh, no, you, the, the other uh, one. And year. Uh, fall. Autumn. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> All right. Uh, said not fall. What's up? <laughs> summer. Uh, summer. Yeah. Uh, okay. Brian Adams got his first real sync string. Bought it at yeah, a five and uh, nine. Looking for summer of 69 on that last one. Oh, yeah. You got Love in an Elevator. You got Genesis. You got Like a Virgin. You got Mr. Roboto. Uh, every five. Breath You Take was the police song I was looking for. Every Breath You Take. And then Expose was the band. Oh, Expose. Let me be the one. That's Expose, right? Yeah. Right, yeah. Is that them? I think so. What they had another song too. They had a couple. I always just think I always just think of seasons change because I that was the ballad. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we got seven points. Seven points. Out of how many could we have gotten? I believe it or not, four hundred. <laughs> oh, what? <laughs> uh, no, I think the most you can get is seven times seven is forty-nine. But nobody yeah. ever gets that. I yeah. think thirty-six yeah. is the highest. Thirty-three is like the best score ever. I think. Oh, is it thirty-three? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but six is not a bad showing, Carl. Oh, oh boy, it's not good. He's not a good show. I embarrass myself. <laughs> uh, you know what? It, with the with the Zoom and everything, and the fact that you were born in 1989, I think you did pretty well. <laughs> I think so too. I agree. Uh, all right, listen, Carl Tart's been our guest. Uh, we're grateful that uh, uh, somebody uh, again, somebody had COVID, and we were uh, lucky enough to have him join us. Uh, stay safe out there, everybody. Everybody, uh, we'll see you next time on the show. I'm mean, have the Pop Culture Beast. There he is, Garen Cockrell. Up there in Palms, California, that's the fire starter, Elliot Hochberg, holding down the fort with his jingle jangle decorations at Never Not Funny headquarters in Sherman Oaks. That's Matt Belknap. And our new friend, Carol Tart. I am Jimmy Pardo. We'll see you next time on the podcast. AK-47, gone, not forgotten. Love Never Not Funny? For a second episode every week and video of every episode, plus bonus perks, sign up for a platinum subscription at NeverNotFunny.com. Never Not Funny is executive produced by Jimmy Pardo and Matt Belknap. Video production by Elliot Hochberg. Production assistance by Garen Cockrell. Music by Daver and Watch It Burn. Copyright 2020, Never Not Funny, LLC. Never Not Funny.